You can go ahead and click it. All right. Mm -hmm. Going. And then for anybody in chat, can you guys tell us just like testing, testing, one, two, three, just for audio volumes? How's everybody sounding? If you guys testing, want to say testing. something. Testing, you, testing. I sound okay. <laughs> Maybe. You sound fine <laughs> to us. I just was checking the chat yeah, I, too. You know, Let us know, know chat. How we sounding. The Infernal says we sounds good to him. Frodo ring, yep, Snaldo, we good. So we good. All right, urge. We'll grab that final sip and we'll get everything going. Mm -hmm. Morning, Aries, how you doing? Dakota, Sionadors. Good afternoon. Yeah, for mm -hmm. those of you guys across the pond, it's like, what's up? I've been awake for hours. Where you been? All right. Well, I'm ready when you guys are, so everything should mm -hmm. be recording. 30 frames mm -hmm. per second. Sweet. All right. Well, I'll mm -hmm. do my, I'd always hold it up for like three, two, one, and then he kind of takes it over. So I'm going to let him run this ship to start and embarrass you as always. So <laughs> everybody get ready. All right. And we are live. The last word with Lord Cognito and Ibantis special campfire edition. What we got going on, E-Man? A little special day today? Uh, yeah, there's, there's like competition trying to come back into this world. We got stonks to deal with. And <laughs> the best part of this is the fact that we've got an awesome guest coming in here with us. So I'm going to pass it right back and let you do it as you always do, sir. Let's, let's, who do we got today? I'm going to see, man. Well, let's get it started, man. Welcome to The Last Word, episode number 90. It's another glorious Friday. We're back in front of the campfire with some more looter shooter discussion. I'm extremely excited about our special guests. So we're going to get right into it. I want to introduce a Lord who is not only considered a good friend to the campfire, but whose passion for destiny and the looter shooter genre truly resonates in every article and every hot take he shares within our destiny community. Introducing the renowned science fiction novelist and outstanding video games writer for Forbes.com. The Lord of writing the most progressive changes to the destiny sandbox yet still the most feared lord of suggesting nerfs to Bungie throughout the realm. <laughs> Live from Ohio and making his return into the realm of the last word, my man, Lord Paul Tassi. How you doing, sir? Good, good. That, that lives up to expectations. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you set the bar on the first one. Now you set your own yeah. self up, Cognito. You're like, oh, man. <laughs> He delivered, he delivered. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got the Nerf Lord with me right now, man. Everyone's in fear. This man, 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 man even breathes while, about to be fair. <laughs> I was like, Paul Tassi's word is gospel, so you got to be careful what you say today, because Bungie is hopefully listening to us. <laughs> it's so funny, because maybe, but... Yeah. Tassi, don't you think that sometimes like, people legit are in fear when you actually mention something that might need to be checked a little bit from a balance oh, yeah. standpoint? That, that happens. <laughs> But like, if I'm mentioning it, chances are Bungie already knows. But I mean, yeah, no one, no one cares. <laughs> but it's it's made it across your desk. They're like, all right, now we got to take it seriously because you know Forbes said something. So they're serious. Mm -hmm. We got to take it serious. Yeah, no, no, going on, man? How you been, man? Been good, been good. Glad to be on again. This is uh, an awesome show. So thanks for having me back. No, appreciate no, pleasure, that. man. You've been you've been busy, sir. You've been if in case you guys haven't been following this man, please follow him on Twitter at Paul Tassi. He is he is all over the place. His face and voice is on many a podcast. So if you don't catch him here, you'll be able to find him usually somewhere, probably once a week. So he's uh, 
frequent podcaster at this point, but we are lucky to steal his Friday morning away. He got a couple articles out already, and we've got some stuff to talk yes. about. So mm-hmm. we may as well just jump right in, guys. It has been a crazy couple of weeks. I was under the weather. I will take the blame. Last week I was sick. I got my uh, fever slash crap kicking all the way through me. So that <laughs> one's finally right. done. I don't know if you guys have been faced. You guys like make mm-hmm. it through this year fairly unscathed, or you guys hit anything yet? No, I, I got hit hard too, man. I had the same thing about uh, say about a month ago. It was it took a long while. It took about like two weeks to fight it off. So it's going around. So when I knew you had it, I'm like, yeah, he he's hurting. He's hurting right now. That thing's yeah. no joke, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been lucky this year. Knock on wood, but. You know, nice. it's still winter, so we'll see. <laughs> Mine doesn't nice. come that often, but man, when it does, it feels like it's... I get it like every other year, and it's like, all right, now it's going to kick you in the face. So I got mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully I'm good for a bit. But yeah, sickness aside, uh, what have you guys been up to in Destiny? Have you guys been uh, playing the market? Let's get, let's get this. <laughs> how's, the, how's the stocks cheating? You, it's you buy test. high, it sell low, right? That's how you do it. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I love the community memes and stuff that have come from this, but I can't say that like I'm personally on the like you must invest like you know these weeks and then donate these weeks. Like I got my triumph. <laughs> I'm getting ten thousand or whatever resonance a week. Mm-hmm. I do some mm-hmm. rolls farming and then I just keep going. Like I'm not terribly concerned about us hitting the end goal. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not like a streamer trying to hype people up, so I'm just going to kind of do whatever I, I need to do. Not that I blame people for investing, because like technically it's the right play mm-hmm. to make if you want like maximum, yeah. you know, rolls and everything. And like then you can shard stuff for cores and like it's, it's a good idea. It's just I can't. I don't care that much. Yeah. I'm doing other stuff. <laughs> He's a busy man. He's got stuff to do. Busy what man in destiny, not generally. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it's relative, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cognito, what about you? Have you been investing? Have you been just like letting the community do their thing? What are you up to? I'm kind of letting the community do their thing. Selfishly, it's just all about the last thing that was eluding me was the perfect paradox God roll, which for me is uh, the trench barrel demolitionist roll. And I swear to God, like they would not give me this role. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, we're just going to keep on investing until, you know, I get this thing, man. So literally... My season pass started going through the roof, and um, shout out to Forte, he's in the chat, he, he saw me there. And, um, you know, I just I, until I finally got that, and then once I got that, I kind of just chilled out. I mean, all my, you know, obelisks were fairly high, resonance, you know, pretty, pretty high. So I'm just chilling, you know what I mean? I, it's one of those things where I feel like community's going to get there. I'm not, you know, my, my donation is not going to be the single reason <laughs> why, you know, things get to where it has, but... um. That's been pretty much it for me. Just just getting that paradox roll. I literally got all the god rolls that I want for I got from my martyr's retribution with um with uh what is it? The anti the whole the one that uh re re anti yeah, auto loading with demolitionist. Yeah. I've been a huge fan of demolition. Everything with me right now is like demolitionist. <laughs> I've demolitionist done everything. Yeah. yeah, like demolitionist everything. I want to get my grenades back. I got the six solar uh warlock build and with sun bracers, and I'm just I'm loving it, man. So everything's been synergized with the entire artifact. And um, yeah, I think the only thing I haven't beat, I haven't gotten is the one. Um, I don't got like eight god roll breach lights like uh, like Tassie. I know you've been. <laughs> you got to get some good breach lights. That's like one What's of my the, favorite guns in the whole game now. What's the roll yeah. I should go for? Like I, I haven't I haven't really used sidearms. He's um, got eight, so pick one. Okay, so mm. the ones I have are outlaw rampage, outlaw mm. multi kill clip, mm. uh, demolitionist vorpal. That's the one I'm using on my hunter mm. sidearm build, nice. and then outlaw vorpal. It's for me personally, I think it's mm-hmm. the the one weapon where Vorpal is just like a must mm. have. Like it actually does serious 
damage to really? bosses. Like maybe that and the sniper, but mm. I don't know. Like the, the auto rifle and the scout, I don't really think Vorpal does all that much, even with the boss right. spec, but the breach light, it absolutely does. And and because mm. it's a sidearm and it hits so hard, you don't mm. really even need like ad clearing perks. Like you don't need really mm. rampage or multi-kill clip for those enemies. So that's why I just slap Vorpal on pretty much all my my top rolls for it, because mm -hmm. It's just, it clears everything anyway, so. I'm glad you said that, because I, I need to really stop sleeping on Vorpal. I need to give it, I got a couple of weapons that I've been, like, not using, and you know what it is? Because I think, historically, usually when a new perk comes out from Bungie, you're like, eh, it's not going to be that, yeah. you know, powerful, yeah. but you're, like, the second person that's like, no, Vorpal is it, so I'm going to give it a shot, man. Yeah. What about you, E? Let me know. <laughs> oh, for <laughs> me, I've got about 25,000 resonance power, mm -hmm. and I think I'm pretty much going to call it there. I've been doing, a, a, I like, I did a little bit the other, like, a day or two ago when it was simulation mm -hmm. seed farming day again, and I was just like, I can't do this. Now, I feel mm -hmm. completely sorry for anybody on console, but for those of oh, us God. on, I don't know if console is dealing with the same, like, 25 mm -hmm. people hit the tower at the same time, but that whole tower instancing thing is mm -hmm. so much more abundant now, because people oh, are yeah. back and forth and back and forth. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm just getting so tired. That's why I was like, I'm done. I'm like, 25,000 is good. Do that for a few weeks. Now I just got to start donating and kind of going through some weapon bounties and stuff. But mm. I mean, I didn't expect the light infused track line to do quite what it did for us to be farming it that way when we all did the free Empyrean guides and stuff like that. Yeah. But now that we have that, it's like, hey, what are you going to do? Well, you could just go crazy. Like some people who have like 700,000 residents, they're never going to turn all that in. They're literally yeah. going to be spending yeah, seven days just to turn it in. Is it me or like, shouldn't there be an option? For more than one hundred per, you know what I'm saying? Okay, like, there should uh, be a there should be a four hundred option for sure yeah, for like, your bounties, uh, and then there should be like if you just have butt tons, just like nine 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 at a time. They should like yeah. they should see some of the stuff people are doing and just like put it put the little other boxes in there. The four hundred mm -hmm, should mm -hmm. be easy, and the one hundred should be like that, not like what? It's <laughs> way yeah, it's too like slow. Like shader dismantle speed. And that's yes, because yeah. yes. like oh no, I turned in a hundred. Okay. Yeah, so what's that happens? I mean, yeah. I exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I've heard people, like, you know, delete entire stacks of, like, mods before, and then, but you can do this thing slowly. So, of course, that helps. I did mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, investor put in 700,000 yesterday. Yeah, I saw wow. that. That's the max, isn't it? I, I don't think you wow. can even hold more than. I think that's what somebody said. Was like yeah. fifty inventory slots and then twenty postmaster. Slots How do you even get capped. fifty free inventory slots? You can't even <laughs> some stuff. You can't even put in your vault. It's like not even possible. So like yeah, I, he, he probably you have got to just rid use of everything. everything. Yeah, I guess He's got so. Everything. Yeah, yeah that's mm -hmm. crazy. I, yeah. <laughs> it seems ridiculous to me. Now this is the big question I wanted to ask both of you because I have a thought Let's on this as well. Whether mm -hmm. we do one or a hundred thousand or twelve or any. Come March 10th, is any of this even going to matter? <laughs> Let's let Tassie ask this. <laughs> no, I mean, exactly. <laughs> the, the, the community event is, is doing what it's supposed to do. Like, it's it's energizing the community. Like, it's we've draining got your resources. Like, we're talking about it. Like, it's a thing. Like, invest, mm -hmm. donate became, like, a whole community thing. And so, like, mm -hmm. it's fun in that regard. And it's very rewarding. Mm -hmm. Like, we're getting just unlimited roles and, and stuff mm -hmm. out of it. So if you missed stuff earlier in the season with Sundial... You can get just endless rolls now, and that's mm -hmm. so it, it's rewarding to participate in. Yeah, I think that we could finish early, and then when we finish, we'll unlock the story quests. We're not going to unlock like the season or trials early, right. so like March 10th yeah. is still going to be March 10th. It's just a matter right. of how fast we get to like the precursor stuff. 
-hmm. And like th these events are designed not to fail. This, this is why they're not telling us what the goals are ahead of time. Right. Because if they mapped it out and it was like way too out there and impossible, they'd be like, well, you know, what, what are you going to do? Does so you've got war pushing I off I, season 10. I saw <laughs> there, was, there was a Pokemon community event like a couple of years ago that where it was like, you know, we want the community to catch like 300 billion Pokemon. And they did like 8% of it. And everyone was like, uh, <laughs> so like after that, like community events are just are designed to be of beatable. So, of but it, I think it still works for its purposes here. And this feels like yeah. a good kind of feel good moment for the community. So I, I think it's mm -hmm. been fine. Yeah. Like literally the last, last word we did, we had, we, we had this discussion, right? Yeah. And it was just, it was one of those things that, I know I was, I was a bit harsh, but I was like, it's fraudery, like in a good way. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love that we I had this discussion before. Like, I actually love this season for what it is. I, I didn't I have my expectations in check. You know, obviously a 10 dollar DLC and stuff like that. I knew we weren't getting another dungeon. I knew we weren't getting another raid. You know what I'm saying? But for the story beats and everything that we got in this whole thing towards progressing, building trials, Having Saint as a character who's an awesome character, you know, I liked it. Obviously, I'm an Osiris fanboy, so as soon as he's back, I'm already in. It's a it's a plus 10 DLC already for me. But, you know, the whole thing about it was, you know, they had to be creative. I felt Bungie had to be creative in keeping people invested. Now, I know the hardcore, I know we'll get to this E, you know, may be upset with it's not the hobby game. You can kind of check in and check out, you know, the, the, the super hardcore and get everything done. But for the hobbyist, you know, this is cool. They can get in and get a couple stuff. You know, you got it. You had your quest. We had our community events and stuff like that. But back to Imperium, you know, this is something I know the community is going to reach. There's no way it's not happening. So, again, it's just a fun thing to kind of get people together. And I think this is maybe Bungie's tactic during like a post a Shadow Keep level drop. You know, I, I don't anticipate every season to be exactly like this one. Maybe next season, obviously, we'll have trials. I'm expecting some type of bigger player activity, you know, um, to, to come. But, you know, I think we kind of got to expect this once in a while in this annual uh, path format. That's just my, my thought process on it. Just, just based on bandwidth and what they actually have available to produce content. Yeah. No, I mean, it's mm -hmm. been season wise. It's one of the ones like everybody's been, like best lore ever. Like we've enjoyed mm -hmm. what they've done with St. 14, Osiris coming mm -hmm. in. I'm still curious mm -hmm. where they're going to leave Osiris in the end of this thing. But we'll just have to yeah. see how that goes. Mm -hmm. building the tower like actually doing an in-game thing to build up the next season and visually get a representation of this you know tower and going to mercury and actually seeing all that stuff has been cool it's mm -hmm. just been interesting for one this is i forget the last time they did this i was like all right people have too many resources we gotta suck them dry oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so they gotta do that so we're back to yeah. that one this as is well. a little people less blatant than the callous <laughs> tributes where it's like oh. give me all your bright dust and it's like, oh, yeah. it's like bright dust <laughs> the juju like, tributes yeah that was Ooh. that was exhausting but yeah those are those are rough but yeah yeah it's like it's the rewards of the season have been so much but i think i was i cannot remember who i was listening to or what but it is mm -hmm. the point of it i wanted to ask you guys as we're going through this it has felt more of a casual season like as you said mm -hmm. pop in pop out check my ritual boxes like the last three mm -hmm. weeks of the season if i finish up like I got Python the other day. That thing is done. Oh, I saw Gambit, you. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I've got to literally just run some strikes for that one. But mm -hmm. I was like, if I get that savior triumph and we're just literally like donating Fractaline, I'll mm -hmm. donate, log in one day, and there's six days a week. I have no reason to play. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it does kind of seem like we are definitely in that waiting mode. It's not a bad thing, obviously, as you mm -hmm. said, the bandwidth, we can't always expect it. But I just mm -hmm. kind of wondered as you um, 
as we go through these times of like the low and then we're getting ready for what's coming. Are you just mm -hmm. enjoying these breaks? Are you like, hey, it's kind of nice to not feel like I'm so connected? Or are you wishing you had more of a reason? Yeah, I'm curious to ask you how you feel on that. That's actually a question we've brought up a bunch of times. Yeah, I've, I've been okay with this season. I, I went mm -hmm. in expecting a light season. And mm -hmm. I the fact that these seasons are 10 bucks, like to me personally, it's like, I think they're underpriced for how, for how much, you know, I've been playing and, and how much I get out of it. Like I got $10 worth of content the first two days of playing, like just based right. on what was added personally. Mm -hmm. um, I don't mind. I mean, I'm expecting it to wind down kind of as, as things go here. And part of it's my own fault where like I farmed Sundial like really hard. I farmed the Battle Pass really hard for the first month. Yeah. So I was getting, you know, the four times drop with the double perks like a month mm. ago. So I got like 95% of all the god rolls I wanted a while ago. Wow. So I don't really wow. have anything seasonal to still be farming. Mm -hmm. However, I, I am using this kind of downtime to just sort of mm -hmm. catch up on old stuff maybe I haven't done. Like I just went back to Heroic Menagerie and got all the mm -hmm. swords up ahead of the sword event. Fantastic sword King. article, y'all. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic sword article. Gotta shout you out yeah. on that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like I'm hoping the sword changes will, will make that useful. And like I'm just kind of, I'm doing a lot of old stuff that I just, I haven't really gotten around to. Like I even grinded forges for a god roll blast furnace that I never ended up getting. Mm -hmm. So I'm just kind of taking things at, at my own pace and, and finishing mm -hmm. up stuff in the past. And I know there's like some people that have like every item, every title <laughs> in the game, but like for 98% of players, there's mm -hmm. always something to do if you really want to. And like, mm -hmm. if you don't play other games, like I'm playing, I'm playing Borderlands. I'm going to do the mm -hmm. division thing. Like it's okay. Like it, mm -hmm. you don't need to be playing destiny every single day with like brand new content. And if you really, if you want to, you can still like, there is enough stuff to farm where you can mm -hmm. theoretically do that but we can't you're not you can't expect like a new story mission a week or like mm -hmm. a new raid every season like it's just it's not going to be like that i, I agree I, i'm so glad you said that because i you know i've been on that train and, and listen you know of course i love you know the shadow keep level type grind and stuff like that but again i i have to be realistic and you said it you said it good in the sense that like you know, for the amount of hours I've put into this game, especially this season, and, and you know, for the most, it's been a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's just that we're hardcore, we're used to even more harder grinds. I can't legitly get mad and say, you know, Bungie, this is, you know what I'm saying, this is terrible, or this is not, when I've put that much amount of hours invested, you know what I'm saying? So I think what it is, is I, I understand that top 2% or 5% or whatever it is of that hardcore base who may be frustrated, you know what I'm saying? But... I, there's things for me, there's things to do, you know what I'm saying? And, and the way I look at it is if you've gotten everything out, like say, for example, you're in your, your situation, Tassie, where you got that season pass, the extra, you know, perks for the god rolls, you know, you did your ritual weapons, you did all that stuff. It's okay to step away for a little bit. It's, it's okay, you know what I'm saying? And, and to me, and I know we'll get into it as far as what's going on with the other looter shooters and stuff like that. And we got Outriders, Division 2, Anthem, even that Anthem to talk about, you know what I'm saying? I'm actually in a cool place with it. You know what I'm saying? As before when, you know, I just can't, I can't justify getting into this rage that how dare they, like, I need to be paying this 40 plus hours. And like, I, I'm just not at that level. I, I kind of cringe when I hear people say that when you have plus, you know, a zillion hours in the game, but you're mad that you can't play, you know, plus 50 hours a week or whatever it is, you know, I, I'm just not there. But wh where are you at, E? With this whole because there's been pushback with the community we've been seeing it i mean i'm it. with you guys to the point of mm -hmm. like this has felt like a, i'm even like season rank 130 and i still feel like i've been ultra casual this season like as yes. i said i just did like python i'm like i did the dawning farm so i was like i want to get 92 mm -hmm. just knocked out so that was done and then mm -hmm. i've casually just been doing other stuff but i've felt like 
probably as casual as I've been on a season in quite a while because there hasn't been that much. I've been like, either work has been a little crazy, just a combination of things, but even, and then mm -hmm. I still don't even feel like I'm that far behind. Yep. Because yep. like, if you make it through, I feel like I've checked all the boxes, I'm almost done. And I'm just here mm -hmm. looking at these last three weeks and I was honestly debating, I'm like, hey, like what other game could I play for like three weeks while I wait? Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and honestly get that, like just that fresh perspective when you come back that if you don't play Destiny for like three weeks and you can come back in and be like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, this game still feels good. Like every time right. you come back from something, it is nice to get that refresher. And I think right. is what you're saying. Some of the ones that do live and breathe this, whether it be, mm -hmm. I mean, it may be a job, it may be Twitch, it may be something where they right. almost have to right. to a point. But it is like those couple weeks away sometimes is something they need to get a little perspective. When you pick up that, you know, you fire your Tatara gaze and you're like, damn it, that gun feels good. Like <laughs> some of those still feel like, and when you said that blast furnace god roll, there's a reason Ooh. I still have my go figures because I don't have that oh, gun. Oh <laughs> lord, you and them damn da dead. It took forever, guns. but I got it. But yeah. oh, also I did Niobe Lab, so like I'm doing like really wow. random stuff this season, like truly <laughs> okay. random. Like I did, okay. there was no reason to do that, but I just did it with a couple of my buddies, and it was fun. Like it was, yeah, nice. you know, looking you, if you're looking for a challenge in the season mm -hmm. and have anything challenging, like go back and do something like that you've never done. Like it's, mm -hmm. you know, there's always absolutely. stuff. <laughs> Salute to the bender with the sub E. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Salute to the bender. <laughs> Oh, 10 months, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, it's like, that's kind of what the season has been. It's like, it's actually been nice to give us time. And I'm kind of curious how the pacing of, say, this season feels. Because like, I mean, we had Shadowkeep, mm -hmm. we had Undying. Undying was smaller. Shadowkeep was big. Right. This felt like, hey, we, we jam-packed this one. Might be a little lighter. Mm -hmm. I'm curious where the spring actually hits for season yeah. size and stuff. Because that's that big six-month cadence from a mm -hmm. big release. So that's like that half a year mark. So I'll be curious to see how big it is in comparison. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we also got some changes coming next season, speaking yeah. of, as we go into spring. Um, mm -hmm. I know definitely something you and I probably could commiserate about for hours on Armor mm. 2.0 for sure there, Paul. <laughs> um, we've had some issues, and I still, and even, and that's so why I was like, I want to kind of let it to you first. I read your article this morning, I want to hear Cognito, and then I'll kind of get into mine, but we have changes coming to Armor 2.0 in Season of the Worthy, since that cat is out of the bag. Um, but Elemental Affinity is actually going to be able to be changed. <laughs> and reading yours, I got a little bit more detail on, like, the cost of the upgrade, which actually I only glanced at it yesterday. And then mm -hmm. also Seasonal Mods being a little more flexible between, like, Undying, Dawn, Worthy, quote, whatever's next. I love how they say Redacted, but we're just going mm -hmm. Worthy, so. Of course. <laughs> Uh, so I wanted to get your guys' thoughts, because on the article, just the fact that we're able to change Affinity next season, the mods being a little more useful, just wanted to see your guys' thoughts on that. I know you wrote an article, so if you want to summarize it, you can, but mm -hmm. you, yeah, you sure. had your words um, in line already. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, like, fundamentally, they're good changes. Uh, I mm -hmm. think Armor is still in kind of an awkward position, because, you know, the, the question is, like, okay, if you're going to make Affinity changeable, like, do we really even need... <laughs> affinity at all and isn't just kind of another currency sink but i feel like with the way destiny works if they were like okay we're removing affinity that would mean like okay now you have to refarm all your sets because we can't just like flip the switch and turn it off because that's generally how the game works um this example i think this is a good compromise i guess mm -hmm. based on the, on the way things work now because so no i can't just flip over my entire masterwork set to solar because if, if you could do that for just like five enhancement cores essentially right. There's, there'd be no reason to ever farm armor again. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, what, if you have the the set you want, the stats you want, mm -hmm. like you, you, the highest stats and the right distribution, there would be no reason mm -hmm. to find any alternate sets really, because then, if, right. in any context, you could just flip it over for really cheap. So, in theory, you still want to at least find like 
three like or try and master work like three sets of different affinity armor mm-hmm. um that that you're comfortable with and then i think mm-hmm. the affinity thing is really good for exotics because yes you know who hasn't seen an exotic drop you're like ah it's like a 64 amazing and then like oh it's arc like mm-hmm. eh. but in mm-hmm. that case it'll cost you pretty much nothing to change it mm-hmm. it'll just cost you an upgrade module and so like mm-hmm. now i can make my Trick sleeves actually have sidearm reloader, which yeah, you know, they the, work with the that whole synergy, right? Yeah. I'll go to Zer and I'll just roll my eyes because be like, oh, this is sidearms. It doesn't have mm-hmm. sidearms with it. Sorry, guys. Like literally, yeah. I'm recording a video. And so now mm-hmm. that's kind of a, a problem in the past. Um, the seasonal mod thing is is mm-hmm. interesting. I think it's even more confusing, and I'm still not even 100 percent on this. So like, I'm hearing that the current obelisk mods are going to be available next season, mm-hmm. and you'll be able to use whatever the new armor is and slot those mods. Like, obviously, I think they have to leave the obelisks and, like, you'll have to right. be able to earn them some other way. But right. I don't think those are going away, which is something I right. kind of assumed would happen all season. Right. Because it's tied into seasonal content. But someone pointed mm-hmm. out to me, like, temporary mods are, like, the green artifact mods. Yep. And mm-hmm. then these mods are gray. And, like, mm-hmm. th- that's, like, the, the sign of a permanent mod. So I'm mm. I'm wondering how that's all going to work. And then they're talking about right. like, okay, it can use mods from the season before, before, and right. after. So mm-hmm. if it's before it has to be like, those have to be sticking around or else that description mm-hmm. doesn't even make sense. So yep. yeah, that's kind of cool. If we're going to get those charged mm-hmm. with light mods and then maybe some new charged with light mods and worthy, mm-hmm. so that could end up creating a lot of cool builds. Um, it, mm-hmm. the, the catch is that the further away you get, you are going to start ruling out some of your past sets because yes. do you think so it's not a permanent well yeah because they said the season immediately before and immediately after so once we get to the season after worthy mm-hmm. your dawn armor with that slot won't work on whatever those mods are that's mm. the implication that i okay from that so it's not so a we've got that window slot gotcha yeah, so, okay mm-hmm. but at least the window is not just one season now it's like yeah two to yeah. three it's like two seasons essentially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i just like it just says bef- during the seasons before and after it doesn't say like i don't know how distinct they go before and after because i mean i mm-hmm. i saw cosmo clarify cosmo. Specifically. oh he did it okay. was okay for I sure before and after that. yeah nice. so so, like, so when you get to season 11 you won't be using undying if that's what i would that be right yes okay. I, yeah. I lose track of the numbers but yeah whatever the season is after worthy yes yeah mm-hmm. that's, at least Redacta. that's how i interpreted it i <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see it could be different but i think that's how it is and so like that's I guess I understand that too, because like mm-hmm. that's another reason they have to keep thinking of some reason to grind armor. And to date, it was just too restrictive with affinity mm-hmm. and the seasonal slots that last mm-hmm. a season. Because by the time you grind it up any set, then mm-hmm. it's the next season, and then it's obsolete. And like I spent yep. two yep. months masterworking the set. Yeah. So if it if it didn't work for any new mods and worthy, that would have sucked. But now it's Preach. at least two months, so that's better. Preach. For sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I'll jump in. Yeah. I mean, this was this was pleasant. I mean, this is. You know, for me, I, I was actually surprised we got it this fast, to be honest. You know, I know, you know, community's been complaining. Could have been faster. And yeah, I mean, it, it was... <laughs> I, look, I, I, mean, I, think I already know. Like, no, I was like, I think people complain about this since almost like week one. So it was like, the fact yeah, that we are yeah. getting it six months later is like, mm-hmm. I don't know their mm-hmm. development cycle time on that, but I was like, they've yeah. been the season. It. So all the stuff we complain about in Undying gets fixed. <laughs> that's how it goes. No, literally, yeah, that's, that's, that's how it works. Exactly. That's how it works. Listen, man, that's, you know, at the end of the day... You know, I'm appreciative of it. It is something that was looming. You know, having that that investment in armor, and then like like Paul said, you get to the end of the season, and you're just like, why even bother? Because this is going to become useless, right? So now we have that whole before and after window. So that gives us a little bit more time as far as investment. 
I love that aspect. And to be honest, I'm actually surprised at how cheap the actual affinity change is. So, you know, just an upgrade module. I was like, wow, like that's pretty inexpensive. Just don't buy them for bright dust. That's all you gotta do. Hey, 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 I got, I got, I got, I got my, my, my weaknesses, but that, that's over. I stopped. I've turned over a better leaf now. I'm no longer doing that. <laughs> yeah, you gotta kill me no more. But um, nah, man. I mean, it, I thought that was cool. You know, that was huge. And then um, like I said we got that going on with with the mods and stuff like that. This is this is a good change. You know what I'm saying? This is something that is that's definitely needed. And we're just not getting rid of armor because that's my whole thing. You got these crazy rolls, these good, you know, equipment. And then you just think in the back of your head, I'm not going to be able to, you know, utilize that. So, you know, the question I have, though, I don't know if I missed this. So you guys can help me out. Um, when we use this upgrade module to change affinity, is it going to be like RNG or is it a direct path? No, you can to Oh, so it is a direct path yeah. per. OK. Yeah, OK, so I can say, hey, I want. You know, my exotic whatever to have arc, you know, affinity or whatever. I think it'll be oh. like a drop down and then yep. you can pick from the other. Oh, then you can pick from nice. Thinking. Oh, yeah, okay. I think that's how it'll be. Okay. I thought they were going to. I, I, I was gambling. Even... That would be bad. Oh, yeah. be a... <laughs> I thought they might pull that. I mean, to be maybe. honest, I, I, just... I, I, I could but see yeah, it. I, I don't but think it's not. Like they... that. Be... Okay. That would really, really be a shot in the face. Because I, I, I was happy with, I didn't even think they would be this generous. I thought they were going to glass needles 2.0 us. Okay. Where you roll get, everything? <laughs> yeah, like you, and you, uh, you got to hit the slots today. And you're like, come on, baby, big money is, is in void. Like a coin flip, because there's only two. <laughs> yeah, two it's only two. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I, I thought they would go that route. But uh, thankfully, they did the right thing. I will we say have, that the two mm -hmm. things left for armor, from my perspective, mm -hmm. if we're not go just like erasing affinity, is... Mm -hmm. More sources of ascendant shards, and yes. I believe that's going to come at least from trials. I, I have to believe trials will reward ascendant shards. I'm hoping they do something like a legend reset or something. Mm -hmm. Mid Crucible gives you a shard. That would be cool. Yeah, that needs. I just happen. I want more like Gambit somehow yes. should reward shards yeah. sometime yes. eventually. Like they just need just to spread them out a little more than like running 980 nightfalls infinitely. Like that's, that's exactly. Not. Second I thing agree. Mm -hmm. is we need more sources of high stat drops, and like I, I have to believe that's coming too. Like. E it's it's crazy that there's pretty much two sort. It's like Iron Banner, sometimes raids, mm -hmm. exotics, and then the, if the season pass gives us another high stat set of mm -hmm. armor. But like it's it's crazy that I can go the entire season and I I didn't find one piece wow. higher than the entire high stat set in in the yeah. battle pass. So wow, even if it's a lower chance for like more random activities, they really got to mm -hmm. bring that up yeah. because it's point it's pointless to grind for like EP armor mm -hmm. as much as I like that armor. Mm -hmm. It's never going to be as good as the one I have, so right. They, they got to be a little more generous with those stats. Yeah, I mean that's pretty pretty much on that. Shout out to Seafree. He said he loves the changes, but he said they hope they continue to make contact where content where I feel it's even useful to use these mods for. Yeah, that's my only thing with the what is it? The, what's these current mods? Charge now? with this, light. Charge with light. Yeah, I'm not there with the charge with light stuff to be honest. You know, I messed around with it a little. You know, I mean there is some synergy with certain things that are that is okay, but I'm not. It at a whole like really invested in that aspect so i wanted to get your guys thought on that and then uh shout out to forte he mentioned that um the upgrade module you have to add energy to it the energy doesn't transfer with the switch so i'm assuming you still have to make an investment in some type of what material stuff with high energy um is th this is just the cost of like whatever you've put into the armor you'll have to put it in again if you switch it. oh okay so is it so it goes back to almost like a, a default base either, state either, either it's going to reset to one and then you have to reinvest or to make the switch entirely it'll cost like the grand total i think of everything you've yeah. spent so that could be like gotcha. 10 so like enhancement cores three prisms, prisms shard, shard. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. it's fully masterworked 
So yeah, Tassie, like where are you at with the whole season mod? Like as far as charge with light stuff. The charge with light thing. stuff. Um, the problem with that, it, a lot of that was based on affinity. Because I, right. so with, with all three of my characters, I picked the void affinity set. And mm -hmm. I, my master worked as much of it as I, I could. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't use really any other legendary armor. So I was only using the void affinity uh, charge with light mods. And then mm -hmm. of those, because a lot of them are so expensive and mm -hmm. some of them are very situational, really the only one I use is mm -hmm. become charged with light when picking up an orb. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then uh, whatever the, pr the protection from the void. So when your shield right. breaks, you get like a ton of damage protection for like eight seconds or something. Mm -hmm. and I, mm -hmm. I found that to be very useful. However, with the affinity thing, I didn't use any of those. And like, I know you mm -hmm. could do like some like shotgun builds and infinite ammo and that's, that's cool. But like, I didn't mm -hmm. have a good arc set to even play around with that mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. um, and then a lot of the other ones, I, a lot of the other charge of light mechanics where it's like get mm -hmm. rapid sniper headshots or like use yeah. a finisher that costs 10% of your yeah. uh, energy. Like any, any mm -hmm. mod that requires super, I, I don't use unless it's like very situational to get special ammo or something. But Mm -hmm. So I just, I didn't use those. And then a lot of the other ones that aren't the damage protection one mm -hmm. costs like four five, six energy. Mm -hmm. And like, even in a, a mat, fully massive piece of armor, which is not mm -hmm. a given for most people, <laughs> like I, I just don't really have room. Like, oh, do I want to eliminate like my recovery or my loaders yeah, or my scavenger? Like there's not enough space. Like I, I've mm -hmm. been of the mind that I think we need at least either costs need to come down mm -hmm. or we need at least five more slots in like every gotcha. piece of armor. Cause I, mm -hmm. I don't think there's enough to make as many interesting builds as we could otherwise based on how much things cost currently. Cause the trade-offs you have to make are just not enjoyable. Like I don't like killing my mm -hmm. stats, like to make room for some mm -hmm. specialized kind of mod stuff. Yeah. yeah here's this yeah. one minus 20 mobility or whatever it's going to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's also going to yeah. cost you like five energy in your thing. And the five, mm -hmm. unless you just masterwork that thing, a lot of people mm -hmm. aren't even going to want to go above seven if they are just not spending currency. So you've got a whole bunch mm -hmm. of people not even using Yeah, most people don't stuff. have the shards. So like everyone's yeah. like capped seven, like if that, mm -hmm. if they can spend the cores and that's, you know, you're using 60, 70% of your thing just mm -hmm. on one mod per slot. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's kind of my biggest thing of all the, like Astacross had a good video about charge with light and just the same thing. I think everybody's been thinking it's like, it's decent in theory. But it's right. like, as you said, it's too costly. Like those mm -hmm. should all be maybe one just so we can all toy around with. And then maybe if you want to keep that stuff around in season worthy, hey, mm -hmm. we're adjusting the cost of these things. Let right. us like toy with them a little more when you want to experiment with this whole like season mm -hmm. of the experiment with like the artifact and those mods and stuff like that. If you're going to bring mm -hmm. new mods in, don't make them so costly that nobody wants to try them. And the right. use rate is down. I would say much less try that as a lower, as you're mm -hmm. saying, at a lower cost or give us more energy on the armor, which... Whichever right. one's easier to program, I'm guessing the cost number is probably easier for them to fix at this mm -hmm. point. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think, I mean, just to push back a little, I, I think honestly, you know, it, it's it's like I always say, it's Daddy Bungie balance, man. They they're always worried. I feel on they're always on the cautious side of trying it with builds and, and breaking stuff. They want to give us flexibility, but at the same time, they're like, okay, we're not going to let them. Okay, max out five intellect and go all out with whatever new perk, you know, that may synergize with it. And I think that's why you get a lot of these insane cost prices for certain things, you know? And I think when you look at something like the artifact, they're trying to tailor us towards a certain build. They're trying to tailor us towards, you know, solar or whatever. They're trying to tailor us towards using scouts and linear fusion rifle, enhanced loader, my, I mean, enhanced, you know, aim assist, my flinching might be like only plus two because they're trying to, you know, skate us in that build. So I just think it's their way 
of control. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, I was they, like they, and that's that's fine to a uh-huh. point of them trying to be like, yes, they they think they know. But also, how many times mm-hmm. is Telesto broken? I mean, we had Don Blade. That's Uh-oh. crazy. Like all like there are times this game occasionally breaks. And yes, like yes. if they wanted to, when Luke and Mark made their big speech, they wanted to be like, mm-hmm. hey, well, we want to embrace this, you know, massively mul- mm-hmm. like the MMO RPG piece of it. And if you mm-hmm. think about any of the other stuff we're getting ready to talk about, when you think mm-hmm. about builds and stats, and this is where my piece of this comes in. It's like, Let's if go. they want to get a little deeper into it, I mm-hmm. want the stats to mean more. I want these mods to have a little more versatility mm-hmm. in builds. Like, we are mm-hmm. still a guardian, but, like, mm-hmm. if you just honestly, if you take, like, somebody who's pretty skilled, like, take an esoteric, mm-hmm. I could mm-hmm. give him any build any mm-hmm. trash set of armor that's at a reasonable level, and he could mm-hmm. go do pretty much anything. Now, not mm-hmm. everybody could do that, but right. there's a point where you probably shouldn't be able to do that because your okay. gear is not where it should be. You're not spec'd out for the right thing. Okay. So it's like, whether it's like, have stats that mean more. I still wish mm-hmm. like resilience actually made you stronger. It really mm-hmm. doesn't. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one mm-hmm. of those things that bugs me coming from everything I've ever played is, and it's like, my brother's the same way, and we'll just like mm-hmm. riff about this. Like, mm-hmm. World of Warcraft, like, it's not that game, I'm fully aware. But Diablo, like mm-hmm. a barbarian and a caster, you don't even mm-hmm. wear the same armor, much less have the same amount of health. You have mm-hmm. like a mana shield versus health, and that stuff works differently, and I know we're not right. going to take Destiny there. Right. But I still would like to see Resilience, like, my joke would be like, take like, you have four people on a team. Mm-hmm. Four hunters that are faster, but two pairs right. of titans that could tank the four t- hunters, and then they mm-hmm. could like mess with each other in that way. It's like, and you could actually have... You. Stats that matter is all I'm going for. Like, I know so, all the stats are a mm-hmm. little weird. Like, mobility, I can make sense around, like, yeah, you should move faster. Probably all right. the time, not just ADS, but resilience, mm-hmm. you should take more, and some of the other abilities are there. But, like, even mm-hmm. when it comes to just the stat rolls that we have now, for mm-hmm. one, I'd like to see them start getting a little bit higher as we go into future seasons, giving us reason right. to, like, instead of it capping at, like, 65, 66, like what we have in the season pass, mm-hmm. start creeping a little higher. Okay. So you, you want, your, your pushback is you want more distinctive changes on like the, the resilience thing or just a class or just overall, you feel just like, that I'm just like, I think you, are go, you feeling they not powerful add, enough? That's my I'm, question. I guess where I'm going. I don't are feel, you feeling like I feel, you know, I don't these feel bills like, are not doing anything. I don't feel like, like the stats the bills, don't matter that much. Yeah. Right. That's okay. the big one. Yeah. The stats don't the really matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, could have re- like recovery matters a lot more than mobility and resilience. Like that's why they just made it cost more for the mods. So like, eh, it's just better. Like, you know, right. Yeah, that's their way to counter it as opposed well, to... Well, the best idea I heard was resilience, mm-hmm. like, gives you reduced flinch or something. Like, that was a good mm-hmm. idea. Um, okay. But fundamentally, yeah, it's just it's just those stats, and then everything else is just, like, cooldown timing, yeah. essentially. And, like, yeah. that's not... Yeah. That's fine, but that's always been in the game. Like, just because there's... It's on the screen now. Like, that was... that We had grenade mods and melee mods before, so that's not exactly new. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that's why stuff like charge with light mods that at least do interesting things that aren't necessarily stat focused are a good idea, but right. they, they've got to figure out a better way to implement them and get people using them. Like I, I have a buddy who mm-hmm. raids like, you know, nine times a week and like he plays tons of PVP and like yeah, legend yeah. and there's all mm-hmm. this stuff. I had to explain to him what charge with light meant like yesterday. Like he's never, <laughs> he hasn't even... even dabbled yeah. in it because it's yeah. just not on his radar and like Bungie just doesn't really... It, it's so hard to even like get a charge with light build set up for most players yeah. that people just don't even bother. So right, do do you think Paul is it is it also a situation? Do you think where Bungie's not doing a good job of like say for example when the obelisks were they de- were debuted right? I watched your video and we saw that each obelisk had the specific you know 
builds and specific mods and stuff like that. Do you think it's a situation that they're just not ingratiating that to the player to help them understand or just encourage them to utilize these things? Or do you think there's anything they can do to do that? Or you just think, nah, these joints are just kind of semi-trash. And <laughs> like, like where, where y'all at with the, you know, Bungie's introducing it and trying to get players to utilize it? I mean, Destiny's onboarding process has been pretty terrible for a while. Right. Well, the new like light take, stuff is very bad. Yeah. 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 So it's like you jump in, you're like, hey, here's Gambit. Well, do I know all the mechanics of Gambit when I click on a button on the They director? need a Gambit tutorial for Facts. Facts. I, I literally recorded one at one point. I just never put it out. But mm -hmm. yeah, I was trying to go point. through and just like, you could go through what's the gray bar mean? Like a mm -hmm. tutorial match. I'm not saying that'd be yeah. the easiest thing for them to build, but like right. take somebody through a, you could do a private match of Gambit mm -hmm. all by yourself mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. can actually see the mechanics and just like, Hey, you want to do this? Hey, here's a tutorial private match. We're going to go through mm -hmm. and explain and pause the game for him. Be like, Hey, this gray bar means the other team has this going or whatever all that mm -hmm. stuff means. Mm -hmm. Those type of things the same way. It's like, Hey, when you unlock your first obelisk mod, maybe there's a little pop-up or the next time you come out, there's mm -hmm. one of those things that doesn't like when you look at the screen wrong, disappear. You guys know right, what I'm right, talking right. about? Those yeah, I know exactly what I'm talking about. You're like, I moved the cursor. No, it's gone. What'd it say? Like, I hate it when yeah. those go away. Yeah. But actually That's have important. one, uh, this pops up or an obelisk thing, like a tooltip, something over that saying, hey, this is the system. You're going to get a charge with light. Here's this little buff down here. When you use it, it's, mm -hmm. I mean, when you think about it, yeah, it's pretty logical, but right. there's no, a whole right. lot of people that don't know. I don't know whose right. tweet I said, but it's like, somebody was like, why are so many things in this game so hidden? Like, yeah. so... <laughs> Not obvious. Somebody said it yesterday and was like, I know it's totally true. It's a good point. And I, again, uh, I want to push back also with you with uh, Paul as far as like, so we really think it's like more of an onboarding issue. This is still getting people familiarized with what they're supposed to be doing and how mm -hmm. new mechanics work. You, you agree? Like, Paul, where, where are you at with that? It's both. I, I think mm -hmm. I think something like a tooltip for charge with light uh, would have been mm -hmm. a good idea. I didn't mind personally how it was presented in the obelisk. Like it, it, the game makes it pretty clear that the obelisks are the main mm -hmm. point of the season, and they give you you know a screen for each of them, and like all these mm -hmm. different things that you get when you rank up. So that's right. that presentation is is okay with, with me. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. part of it is the onboarding where they don't really explain charge with light. After that, it's just you kind of have to mm -hmm. read each individual mod and then be like, okay, right. like then think about it. I think the other half of the problem was the current issues with armor in mm -hmm. terms of people just not like not really having the slots to play around with those mods mm -hmm. and then so not mm -hmm. bothering and mm -hmm. also not really having the challenging content that requires any of those mm -hmm. mods to, to form some sort of build that you couldn't beat you know or, or that's very beneficial mm -hmm. in a certain activity right um and so like and then the affinity thing. So like mm -hmm. if you have one set of armor you're using, you're not using two thirds of the mods they invented. I can't even mm -hmm. name any of the solar mods. Like I don't, <laughs> like I, as much as I played this season, I just haven't looked at them at all because I've been playing with these void sets. So mm -hmm. I think it's a combination of those things in terms of like why people aren't using yeah. them in addition to maybe some, some level of mm -hmm. an onboarding thing. But I think mm -hmm. it's also a lot more than that too. Yeah. The last point I'll make is just that I, I, I completely agree with both of you. And I think that, I think for me, another thing that would help is, you know, we kind of alluded to is like when we talk about that pinnacle level content, for example, like legendary sundial, right? I think maybe one cool thing is like, like when they introduce um, anti-barrier champions, all that stuff, right? At that point, we realize, okay, if we don't have these mods on our weapons, we are not defeating these enemies, right? So maybe something similar 
with the charge of like all the mod stuff for maybe add that to a harder level content and say, okay, this is a prerequisite, you know, to beat said boss, you know, guys need to be charged with like to break down a shield or, or whatever it may be. So this way it's kind of encouraging people, okay, I need to kind of use this stuff or otherwise I'm not going to be able to beat the content. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I, I do feel like, yeah, they still have to do a better job of getting people to kind of utilize this kind of stuff because it's just unexplained for the most well, part yeah un unlike champion stuff it's all fully optional like there's nothing yes. nothing in the game that requires you to be charged to play like some of the some of the mods are, are helpful and fun mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. there's you're never going to be forced into using them for any exactly. context in the current state of the game like exactly. you can say i but i and i think that's been good for champions like i think it's mm -hmm. good to have this kind of new challenge and then okay here's the new challenge mm -hmm. here's the new system we came up with to overcome that challenge and like that mm -hmm. was a pretty clear connection right. whereas charge mm -hmm. of light it's just it exists. People it exists. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. I, yep. I, I mean, this mm -hmm. is the first season of it, so I, I mm -hmm. and they've said it's sticking around. So I, I think they'll be able mm -hmm. to evolve it and grow it over time, and more and more people mm -hmm. will get used to it. Mm -hmm. Um. So I, I, I'm hopeful that it could still end up being useful. But as for why it didn't really work this season, I think mm -hmm. yeah, we've covered it. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Back to you, Eve. Yeah. No. I mean, just to wrap all of that stuff up, I'm with you guys for sure. Uh, when it comes mm -hmm. to all of those things of like, I'd like to see a little more onboarding, a little more reason to use them. I don't know if I want to specifically be charged to light to face a boss. Mm -hmm. I was like, in theory, it would have been cool though for Legend. I was like, it'd be cool. Just like, like Legend is already useless enough. True. But all right, shout <laughs> out the Legend though. Try, shout out the Legend. Hold on, we never talked about because we missed last week. Come on, Enotam. That was a good fight, y'all. That was different. No, I never said Enotam. It wasn't, it wasn't the Inotam Undying was Mind. Fight. That doesn't like have to do with legend difficulty. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just talking about being able to get, being able to get a chance to talk about, because we always complain, like, you know, everything was samey as far as the boss and stuff. Yeah. So I'm just talking about no, the I'm mechanics. It's such yeah. a good boss fight that I'm, I'm yeah. sad if it just goes away in a month, which yeah. is the whole disappearing yeah. content yeah. thing again. I that agree. should be a strike boss. But I agree. And, and that then, would be awesome. Yeah. yeah, I completely agree. Now, to your guys' point, even though it was cool, you know, there needed to be some drops associated. There needed to be something else to really just put that ribbon on the top to make you make us continue. Because literally, I just did it. And I'm doing it for my to, for, towards my savior title, and I really know it. There's no incentive for me to go back in there, no, or, or it would have been dope. One drop. pinnacle drop, said, yep. yeah, that's it. Like one pinnacle drop, and then pinnacle drops like, don't matter this season, and they don't even matter because you're like, all right, it's gonna reset. All, the sad thing is, they're all weapons. You have no way to get armor from that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. like, if you have three nine sixty two, like if you say you're nine sixty and you haven't been doing that much, we have three nine sixty two weapons from like Iron Banner mm -hmm. and this. You're like, that's all I have. I, I only have nine sixty two weapons. Like I haven't yeah, done any I'm pinnacle grinding for anything else. I'm the exact same boat. So then I go in there. I'm like, there's no reason to do a 962 because I need one more piece to even make it matter. Mm -hmm. so it's like, I can't mm -hmm. even do that one. But, but no, my, like, my larger point, there's, there's no point for pinnacle drops at all this season because yeah. there's no content that's hard enough to require you to be like nope. level 990 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I've seen people point. like thousand. I'm like, you are better than I yeah. thought. Totally better fine, man yeah. than me. Yeah. I mean, I'm at like get... plus 20 from the artifact just from all these bounties mm -hmm. alone. Like, oh. yep, turn, like the weapon bounties give you a ton of XP. So like mm -hmm. I've gone up like four power levels just just from fractaline bounties at this point. <laughs> okay. oh. You can. Yeah, I mean, especially, oh, yeah. if you're doing, especially if you're doing perfect paradox, because it's like that six or seven. If it's six oh, yeah. or seven six as opposed them, to yeah. four per, you know, whatever. So it's, yeah, it's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's literally what I was doing. I just flew through, yeah, my, my, my pass on that level. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's been kind of insane, but uh, yeah, yeah. Like Enotom was a really cool fight, but again, it says they. I think a big thing is the rewards of these, like giving yeah. us a legend difficulty, but there's no real reason to go do it. Nothing unique. There's not mm -hmm. even 
a specific set of couple guns in there. There's not. There's nothing yeah. really. There's, there's like, no unique. Guys, loophole. Your, Heroic Menagerie had the swords, which was something. It had it had the is an Ike catalyst, which is yep, guaranteed the catalyst. Drop, they they got to do a better job with pinnacle content. I mean, again, we understand that the the light chase kind of doesn't matter as much, but if you give people incentive with great weapons or cool armor or unique drops that can only happen in activity, then we'll farm it. But other for right now, it's like they're still missing the boat when it comes to these level activities, and I really hope they change because we all agree the content we felt the you know the heroic fight was a good encounter. We thought the mechanics were cool. It was different. It was unique. You know, I was pleasantly surprised not to see the same level mechanic that we yes. saw with the other two, you know, Scion flares or whatever. So it was not Vex offensive mm -hmm. like 2.0. Yeah. Thank God. So. Yeah. It wasn't like, it's me again, just a different skin. And yeah, they learned that lesson pretty quick. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Be like, okay, somebody build a boss thing. We got like a month for it to get there. So mm -hmm. we're going to find mm -hmm. some space and do that. Absolutely. Yeah. No, um, I think I'm just with you guys, though. It's just like where I want to see the rewards fixed. Yeah. Or when it comes to the end game type stuff. If you're going to make mm -hmm. something difficult, make it worthwhile. Other than, mm -hmm. Or don't do it. Kind of one of those yeah. type situations. Because mm -hmm. it doesn't seem to be worth it. So we will see. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah. Cool. So I mean, that's a giant discussion that fell off of seasonal and armor mods. But do you guys want to touch anything there for affinities or seasonal mods or anything else on that? Are you guys pretty good there? Oh, pretty good. I got what I, I got. I'm good. It's been that in my mm -hmm. article. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you haven't read it, go read it again. Yeah. Yeah, man. Get that. Uh, get Tassie's article, man. We got Iron Banner coming again just after Crimson Days. Uh, but speaking of that, have you guys played Crimson Days? <laughs> I did. Let me jump and then I got okay, rolled yeah. back. And then I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing really well for like the first hour and I got some hearts and I'm like, all right. And then it rolled it back and I'm like, I don't care. I already have the bow. I, mm -hmm. I don't care about same. anything else. <laughs> same, bro. I was in the same boat. Like, what the first thing I did, I was like, all right, let me see what these rewards is talk about. And I'm like, I got that bow already. So I'm just like, the exact didn't, one. Did, yeah, the exact same bow. I'm like, all right, I did not care about the, the Ward Cliff Coil ornament. The sparrows were, were not, there was just no incentive for me to do it. And, and what's funny is, I don't, you know, I like PvP. I actually don't mind. Crimson Days as a mechanic, as a two-player activity. I think it's a great and, mode, actually. Yeah, yeah, I actually like it. The staying apart and all that. I remember playing it for the last couple of times. It, you know, last couple of times it came around and having fun doing the mode. But I looked at it. And I'm like, I am not doing this for these things. They, they, there's, it's not happening. So Shax, I didn't even go get your bounties. I left you and your confectionery hearts all alone. Not, I'm, I'm, I'm a very bitter single person in getting. <laughs> In Destiny right now, man. I'm, I'm not. I'm not feeling the love, man. I'm not. I'm not in the Valentine's season to do any of that. E, where you at, man? Am I being too too hard on this? Am no, I being too I bitter? Mean, I'm the same boat. If you've been around before and you got the Val, unless there's one of those cosmetics that speaks to you and you've got a buddy, you could go run a Nightfall in a couple of Crucible matches and be pretty much good to go. Because the Nightfall. Yeah. I will say I'm glad they implement a little PvE stuff to it. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was cool. So, like, that's nice it, yeah. to see some of the bounties and other things mm -hmm. are not specifically Crucible related, so that was a nice refreshing... People think they are, though. People think you have to get, like, 20 melee kills in Crucible, so they're, like, <laughs> running around doing that when you don't. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, just go into a lost sector, dude. Yeah. Punch away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was a nice little addition because it's been very PvP-focused before. I will mm -hmm. say for the matches that I did play, which were not many, I played, like, yeah, four or five, about mm -hmm. three were free downtime and then i played a couple more when it came back up i was like yeah i'm kind of done because the two i played mm -hmm. when it got back up yeah i can't i think it's javelin four 
I want to mm-hmm. say. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like around point B, one pair was inside. We were outside and it was on mm-hmm. a rounds where it wasn't going to end. And we were just right. like trading grenades back and forth in the hallway. Because if you sit next to each other, they spawn so fast. And it was like, right. I'm trying to bounce mine around the corner. They're throwing their scatters. And we're just sitting there at a stalemate. And we're like, nobody's going to move. Mm-hmm. So we threw grenades mm-hmm. for probably like 30 seconds constantly in that doorway. That's funny. And then finally, I was just like, screw it. I'm going to go die. So That's funny. That's yeah. what it turned a lot into was the... But I mean, the twos is cool. Because like, if you split, you see each other. You got to stay together. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind. I don't mind the variety. I never do. It's nice yeah. to have a little yeah. difference. And the fact that this is only up every so often is like mm-hmm. kind of cool. Would be nice to see a little more in the rotation. Um, well, right. I'm wondering why they can't... Why couldn't they just give us random rolls on the vow? Like, it seems so weird to have a curated only a curated prize like i guess maybe that would have required testing they didn't want to do but like yeah you know rapid hit rampage rapid hit explosive yeah. like that would have been you know mm-hmm. I, I would have farmed for that but mm-hmm. i was like what about I the agree. iron banner bow that we still haven't seen are bows really that crazy that they're afraid to break something apparently is there, i was I like is know, there but, something we don't but, know but let's get to the elephant in the room like let's be real between iron banner and and now you know the cold crimson days thing how are we in this weird place where there's just no, again, like a, a unique weapons or like we, we, we haven't got anything to really grind these activities for when they come around, you know, and I'm, I'm just curious on on that whole thought process or, or is it just a bandwidth thing? We just don't have time to do it or like it, it's just very weird to me that Crimson Days comes. It's the same exact reward for the most part outside of the, the you know, the two people you know, the Batman and Robin's buggy, <laughs> you know, I call it, you know, one of you in the sidecar thing. But, you know, it, it, other than that, it's just like, I, I just don't understand. Like, what, what do you think is going on, Tassie? Like, where, where are you at to, with this? To be fair, Crimson Days has always been fully useless. Like, it's true. It's, it's always the most useless event <laughs> every year. Iron, I mean, Iron Banner just didn't need to exist this season. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it existed for the sake of existing, but... Mm-hmm. With nothing, with no new weapons, and then just another armor set that you had to re-earn for the third time, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's no reason to do it other than maybe pinnacle drops. But as we've covered, there's no yeah. point in pinnacle drops this season. So I, I mm-hmm. played. I think I got one armor set on one character, the first Iron Banner, and that that was it. I was done. And yeah. there's just there's no reason to do anything else. Yeah. I think this would have been a pretty good season to implement maybe the beginning of an Iron Banner title. So at least people mm. like had something to grind for for that. My um, man, there we go. But obviously, you know, we're heading into Trials. And so mm-hmm. whatever's all the boring PvP stuff that's happening now, and there's no weapons to farm for, I, my guess is they're using the bandwidth to make Trials weapons and Trials mm-hmm. armor and, and things yeah, like that. So yeah, that's probably yeah. why they're not mm-hmm. doing really anything with PvP now is because it's mm-hmm. all being sunk into that for next season. And like that's a whole other can of worms we can get into. But that's, that's, that's my point. theory. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. And, and, and in that, you know, now that you put it that way, I, I'll calm down because obviously me, E's had this discussion with me and he knows how emotionally I get about trials and how I want it to be perfect. And we had a good episode being him. Perfect. I know it's not going to be perfect. It's not, of course it's not. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, one of the things that, you know, he said, he was like, okay, if it comes back, you know, you know, how does it need to come back? And I was telling him about the aesthetic. I was telling him about the rewards. I was talking about all those things. So I will say this, E. You know, to Tassie's point that if Crimson Days and all these things that we're suffering now <laughs> result in that bandwidth being put towards trials again, because my whole thing with trials is there's never going to be a good time with the meta. The meta is always going to be weird, you know, funky. It's always going to be things that change or whatever, whatever. But 
if you have those great rewards, if you have those great that great armor, that great incentive to keep playing this content over and over again, that's going to be the key. Because I think the mode is fun itself. You know what I'm saying? You know, three v three elimination. You know, it 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 sells itself from an activity standpoint. But you got to give people the incentive to keep doing said activity over and over and over with these great rewards. So that's what I'm really praying, hoping that everything is really going hard in that. And they've had so much time. Let's be honest, right? Trials mm-hmm. has been away so long. Like, there's really no excuse for a subpar incentive reward system kind of thing. Like, that's just where I'm at I'm with so it. Am I, am I, oh, you nervous? You nervous? <laughs> Let's go, Tassie. Come on. They got to like, do I'm it gonna right, I'm going to be nervous man. until you're happy, man, because that's where I'm with, I'm with you. Is like, I think it's... Until mm-hmm. we see it, until like all the community is like, oh, please be trial. Please be. If mm-hmm. it doesn't like hit the nail directly on the head, mm-hmm. I'm worried, man. Listen. People have to be lenient, and like I, I'm one of the the biggest thing I'm concerned about is that Bungie is going to deliver on all like it's sick trials armor, sick trials weapons, Woo! and like That's they do, they do know that, and then <laughs> you're going to have ninety percent of the player base being like. Well, it was always, I can't, you know, I'm losing after two games. Good. I can't get any of this stuff. And then we Stay have that out. whole debate again. And then you're going to see people be like, well, this is the PvP season. There's nothing for me, the PvE player. Oh, yeah, I can't yeah, get yeah. any of the new cool stuff. And, like, yeah. I, I just know that debate is coming. And, like, oh, yeah. as someone who isn't, like, amazing at PvP, like, I'll play mm-hmm. Trials, but I'm probably yeah. not going to, unless I'm carried, I'm not going to get, like, all the primo rewards and stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of hurts a little bit. But, like, I mm-hmm. understand why this stuff needs to exist because we have, gone so long without you guys any have, pinnacle yeah. pvp yeah. rewards that they, they need mm-hmm. something yes. and but but i know i just i know the community and i know what the pushback <laughs> is going to be before it even happens so like either bungie under delivers and like uh-huh. the, the hardcore community that wanted trials in the first place is mm-hmm. not satisfied or they they deliver accurately and then everyone mm-hmm. else gets met so they're kind mm-hmm. of in a lose-lose situation but obviously mm-hmm. the right Always. call is to make the trial stuff as sick as possible Yes. Try and make the meta as balanced as you can, and then you right. have to eliminate cheating as much as you can, or else that's going to yeah. just destroy the Absolutely. whole mode instantly. Absolutely. So I'm curious what if they're going to do some sort of paywall or some sort of light or level yes, please. cap or something to, to weed more people out. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. just nervous that something or multiple things is going to go wrong, and we're going to have all these debates. And uh, I mean, I guess it's positive not the right thoughts. About, positive thoughts. <laughs> it's not even about like me worrying about Bungie delivering necessarily. It's it's a combination of what Bungie's going to deliver with how the community is going to react to it. And like, yeah. you can't control both of those things. Yeah, no, so, no, absolutely, no. absolutely, absolutely, well, absolutely. We'll you make you making valid points. Again, all be everything that he, you know, he put me on a hot seat. And he, uh, he definitely yeah, I was like, asked I went through, me. I was like, I mean, the stuff yeah. that you had said before was like, one, it needs to be behind the season pass because that $10 yes. is going to stop cheating, stop the free people, especially on Steam, on PC. That yeah. was one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the aesthetic, you would be like happy with Egyptian, but I'll be curious what they do as the aesthetic. But your biggest one was the rewards. And I think that's yes. where, whether it be the armor, the weapons, like your doctrine of passings, you know, those things need to be mm-hmm. coming back and those needs need to be sought after. Whether mm-hmm. it is a struggle to get them for 80% mm-hmm. of the population who's like, I play this for PvE. Why is all this stuff in PvP? Go mm-hmm. play that other part of the game because that's, guess what? That's what this, we had a season of Gambit. Thank you. <laughs> we can now have a bug- season yeah. of Crucible. That's what but, I'm but, yeah. but in, in Tassie's defense, this is where Tassie's going to be right in the sense that as much as I love Trials and I'm the PvP guy, there will be chirping if there's no PvE. Con- if it, it, it can't be Season of the Drifters, basically what I'm saying. It can't be a situation where Trials is back, 
and then that's the end game. You know, that's the loop of the season. Like there has to be a, a new PVE activity to keep that base, you know, engaged. You know what I'm saying? So I, they, 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 they do have this tight line where they have to walk where it, it has to be enough for PVE guys to still be able to do something. I just don't want them to do a season of drifted thing where it's like, okay, which was a huge mistake, which is like, okay, we're going to give you this new activity with Gambit. But when we're gonna force you into this other thing that with reckoning so and, and create this stupid cyclical loop where you you need to get the armor from reckoning and earn your oh. trials card every week by running. Oh my god! Yeah. they better n- Bungie, you you better not do that foolishness. No, learn from season of the Drifter. We cannot have that. But get, get, continue, guys. I, I agree. It has I mean, I to think, be. I think they will have some sort of PVE thing. I just yes. think it'll be it'll be smaller. Um, yeah. I don't know if it'll be as big as Sundial, personally. Like, right. I can't tell, because, like, this was kind of a down season that it was smaller yeah. than Shadowkeep mm-hmm. Undying Hybrid, so maybe it'll be bigger overall, but just so much work has to go into at least the Trials gear. If Whew. not, you know, the mo- I'm assuming we're going to get a couple maps for it, too. Yes, yes. So yes. that's going to be a big chunk of the season. So whatever yes. PvE content we do get is probably going to be on the shorter side. I'd probably shorter guess side. somewhere between, like, the Undying... Vex offensive mm-hmm. and sundial like somewhere in between there and like sundial is not exactly the most elaborate activity but it's you know right. it's got three yeah, modes it it's got bosses yeah. but my mm-hmm. guess would be some sort of low-key pve thing and then trials mm-hmm. is the main focus mm-hmm. every weekend so i gotta ask tassie a silly that. ridiculous question real quick um yep. so we're on uh, tassie just for for the record we're mm-hmm. on team egyptian theme armored correct oh yeah yeah, my man. 100. It's not even a question. Yeah, make sure they're not going to do nine armor again. So, the, I, my I, man, that, that's what I wanted. I, I thought the nine armor was cool. I like to see that aesthetic mm-hmm. somewhere mm-hmm. else, but yeah, in the bushes. It, <laughs> it's, it's it's very clear that they're going to do Egyptian theme. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. So it seems like it with all the banners hanging in the tower. So yes, I mean even saying oh, and that's what I had to ask him because we need, we we talked about this. What do you? Th- where, I want you to give me the fates of these three NVCs. Right? Osiris, Saint 14, and Brother Vance, as far as their role <laughs> with okay. trials and this season. Break it down. Let's go. Brother Vance isn't going to do anything. He's going to stay in his little Damn. tower. He's going to do nothing. <laughs> um, they've, they've neutered that character so much, he's never going to do anything. Like so he's just going to be a planetary vendor? That's yes. it? He uh, won't even so- know Osiris is back? <laughs> Saint is going to be the trials announcer. I've been saying that all along. Uh, I think he'll he'll be a vendor. I don't. I think he'll be the trials vendor, and he'll probably be in whatever we're building mm-hmm. on Mercury. So we'll probably have to go see him. Maybe at, on, on Mercury is my guess, mm-hmm. or maybe he stays in the tower, just runs it from afar. Mm-hmm. Um, if if he's not the trials vendor, then I guess Osiris could be the trials vendor because there was some mm-hmm. line about Osiris saying it's like time to return to the tower or something mm-hmm. at the end of the mission. Mm-hmm. So maybe even if Saint is the announcer and kind of running it. That mm-hmm. Osiris could be the vendor for his own event, in theory. Um, all I want before the season ends is a freaking cutscene with Saint and Osiris. Doing and Osiris. Yes, the brother hug, right? <laughs> they need a bro man. Yeah, yeah. Facts. yeah. So that, that's my guess. I think they'll all be involved to some extent, but I am a hundred percent sure Saint's going to be the trials announcer. Like, I'm, I have no question about that. I, 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 don't, I don't think they're going to revisit Brother Vance at this point, personally. But wow, shout out to the Deputy Prescott. <laughs> Shout out to Prescott. He said, Brother Vance has been friend-zoned hard in this game. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> Yo, the chat is savage. Listen, I, I, I'm with you. I, I think everything you said is pretty much on. I, I, my, my, my feeling is, yeah, it, they're setting us up for Saint to be. I mean, 
the announcer. We, we, when you do the Saint mission to free him, he's talking to you in almost like crucible speak, right? Yep. Guardian, yep. da 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 da. <laughs> then when you do the Devil's Ruin quest, the banter between him and, and, and Shax, you know what I'm saying? Like the way he would run, you know, oh, you're just giving away, you know, these, <laughs> these weapons, huh? You know, like amazing banter. That, that's yeah. actually the stuff that I loved about this season. The, 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 yeah. the narrative moments, it's probably the best it's been in my opinion. I know it's just audio, but I love that little stuff. I, I know Bife is going crazy, you know, with law in his mind <laughs> so much, just to get... So much to process, yeah. Oh, yeah. so much to process, you know what I mean? So I think that's the case. I think, sadly, you may be right. Ben's just, just maybe stuck there and won't have any role, He's which would be a shame. just another Sloan or Ashramir. Yeah. They're just chilling. They're doing their yeah. NPC thing. They don't move. They don't get updates. They're just useless. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, give him some then, strike dialogue or something someday. I don't know. Yeah, yeah something, man. And actually, then Osiris. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, say probably good. Said, no, finish, finish. No, I was going to say I never said it, and I kept thinking about it. It's like I actually think like some of these activities. When you guys said like I wouldn't mind seeing it as a strike, like the sundial when we get mm-hmm. done at the end, that could easily you could run that thing as a sundial. Literally leave the mechanics the same and just go stick it in the strike playlist. And if that thing mm. popped up, I wonder. If they might be considering that, honestly, because like, like it is so much content well. to just ditch. Get rid of. Like, yeah, like okay, like uh, Vex offensive, less so. That it was very, very simplistic mechanics, very simplistic yeah. pause. But this really seems like it could just be a strike. Essentially, just reorganize mm. it a little bit. It just yeah. it would be such a waste to just you get could, rid of it. You could even have forever. a random and, like, boss even if every the gear comes back, which they keep saying yeah. is going to happen. I don't know when that'll mm-hmm. happen. To just like mm-hmm. spend so much work on a piece mm-hmm. of content that's gone after three months or a boss fight that's gone after one month, like that can't feel good for the designers themselves, yeah, right. much less the player base. So I, I've never really understood that. No, right. that one always seems weird. But yeah, it's like mm-hmm. as you're saying, it would be so nice just to see that thing hang around. And you could even mm-hmm. have a different boss every time. Yeah. That'd be like mm-hmm. a cool strike just because you get random and maybe it's going to be, you know, Tom. Yeah, and be like your yeah. freak accident every so often. Be like, and then oh, you I drop the, cool the, the flare cloaks as strike specific. Oh, missed opportunity. Yes, <laughs> oh, yes. Specific loot. I miss that stuff. Oh, I miss yeah. specific loot. Rest in peace. But I, I really <laughs> hope they take what they've done with the obelisks and learn mm. for any of the planetary vendors for shacks for Zavala to have them as a system to level up, have perks that you can get throughout the season. Like mm. use them in that way and give them as an incentive to. Hey, if you go mm-hmm. run your strike playlist, you're starting to level up and get this, you know, level him up. And now when you go mm-hmm. perks, there's other perks that you get too. Like they could yeah. use that system very easily for many I of agree. these other vendors for either seasonal or longer term. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still, I mean, faction rallies, I don't think, know if those are ever coming back. Yeah. Would be I nice. I have a theory they might mm-hmm. do a season of faction stuff like down mm-hmm. the road if, if we mm-hmm. keep just going with endless seasons. Um, mm-hmm. that, that seems to me like that could be a good. Like yeah. you, you, like you have a, a season long community event where everyone picks a faction, right. then everyone competes against this thing and that thing and this mm-hmm. activity. Yeah. I think that could be a good concept for just a season in general. I yes. don't think they're going to be like a permanent, recurring thing like they used to be. But I think yeah. that would be a good, good seasonal content. I agree. I, I could also envision it almost like an Imperium Foundation mark on a season. So it's as like you know a faction rally at this event that lasts you know a couple of weeks or whatever, whatever. Or it could go grandiose, like you said, and make it a season, a whole seasonal activity kind of thing. And, you know, say there's turmoil in the tower or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Whatever they come up with. Well, yeah, and, now that you say that, like, it, it's mm-hmm. pretty clear that you could do something a lot like Imperium Foundation where it's, you have, you know, the different things, the progress bars. But, like, it, 
unlike Imperial Foundation, where we all know we're going to hit the end, right. if you literally made it a competition and like in the mm-hmm. tower, you can see like, oh, X person has yes. donated X tokens and yes. the, the different, and there's different rewards based on that. Like you would mm-hmm. actually feel like you were doing something. Like they did that I a little know. bit in the past with like whoever won got the primo weapon for free right. or whatever. But yeah. I feel like they could expand on that concept for like a community challenge mm-hmm. among among the seasons. I agree. I think I think this is the new again when it comes to this new content format, they got to get creative. And I think you know obviously again we we did, there's no high moon, there's no vicarious vision. You know what I'm saying? We have to be cognizant of that. So I think this is the like I told you. I think this is the new hustle, so to speak, as far as these community events. As long as, long as they do them right and they're, and they're fun, you know, I, I think they can get away with that between spacing certain content, you know, and allow them to do the other stuff. So yeah, again. Potential is there, you know. I think the, the the this is more. I think we're kind of in an experimental phase with them, as far as like you know the whole thing when we went through the the the, the hours of time, you know that kind of stuff. You know, all this stuff I feel is exp- them playing around with different different ideas and community building kind of things, as opposed to this hard and fast, you know, raid content stuff that they got to really put all these resources and and stuff in that they just don't have at the time. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a nice mm-hmm. way too for. Balancing out is not something you need desperately hardcore, but mm-hmm. also, I mean, do you remember the faction class items that were exotic? Oh, yes. Stuff like that was a way you could put that at the end of, I mean, give Zavala something like that for him, mm-hmm. his little weenie butt to have something to do. Uh, <laughs> but like, but if I'm going to go run a strike playlist, if mm-hmm. I'm actually doing that as a reason to not maybe not get much out of those because the rewards aren't that great in the strike playlist itself, but I'm mm-hmm. leveling him up and maybe there's an end game maybe for mm-hmm. a full year. There is an mm-hmm. exotic class item or something like that you can earn from him that's like universal. Mm-hmm. Some way you could do that. Yeah. Giving some of those guys life, just as you said, like the seasons. I would love to see a season of the factions. That would be awesome. Oh, season yeah. of Absolutely. season of turmoil or something like that. Yeah. Like turmoil in the tower. That sounds Absolutely. like a really bad book title. You should write that. <laughs> season of turmoil. <laughs> season of turmoil. Yeah. Turmoil man. in the tower. Chapter one. The, option, the options are there, man. The options are there. We'll see what happens. Mm. Yeah. So there's not too much else after we get done with mm-hmm. after we get done with Iron Banner, we mm-hmm. are really pretty much wrapping the season up, huh? There's yeah. story, nothing story on the quests calendar. whenever we finish it. Whatever worthy is lighting, gonna be. Lighting the beacon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got everything done for their uh, their title. You guys got everything lined up, You're just waiting on the Imperium Foundation oh, yeah. to finish. Yep, just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, just the foundation, and then I gotta go run some basic strikes. I think I'm done after that. So. Yeah, me too. I got you. Got to do the points thing with the solar. Yeah, uh, what you got to. Yeah, me too. I'm at the same point. I got everything. Can I got they Komodo. please change that next season? Yeah, they made it a little better. They they cut off the last step for it, so uh-huh. they made it a little yeah. shorter. But, but yeah. it was just it was like, give me. I don't want like, hey, here's a like they cut it off, but I was like, can mm-hmm. we get a little creative sometimes on these quests? They're just like, I know they're check boxes mm-hmm. to hit to keep you in a playlist, but mm-hmm. something different. I don't think they need those like individual mini quests. Like if they have mm-hmm. ritual weapons, that essentially is that. So I don't know why yeah. they have both. It just I agree. seems pointless. I would make the ritual yeah. quests a little more involved than they've been. Yeah. You right. could do the Vanguard sidearm one in like that six strikes. Was, oh, it's so yeah. easy. Yeah. So, yeah, that so was like really make that easy. a little harder and then right. just combine them and then you don't need two different sets of quests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I played enough Gambit going for my shotgun. I'm kind of good. Especially I, play, as I, played it, I played it for Python at the very beginning. Yep. I have not played Gambit in probably two and a half months. Like I, I did that like week <laughs> one. And I never. Yeah. There's no reason to play Gambit. There's no reason. Yeah. I actually, so in one of my boredom phases, I farmed mm-hmm. a, a full Reaper set for each of my classes. 
just in case I have to do Gambit again in the future. <laughs> like, I haven't used it yet, but I have it now. So. You got it. Yeah. That's awesome. You're oh, man, yeah, Larry. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Same uh, deal, man. Same deal. Well, uh, I was like, I mean, for somehow we always, I feel like we have a lot to talk about and it goes fast. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. as we are looking down, like, A3 is changing. Yeah. Console reveals are coming. Mm-hmm. And we also have, like, quite a few games being announced. One of which Woo! happened yesterday, which I didn't know about until the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of competition for this game that is still trying to, like, scratch at Destiny, just chilling out at the top of the hill. Mm-hmm. Destiny killers on deck! Mm-hmm. <laughs> lining up to take their shot every single one of them uh mm-hmm. i was just kind of curious because anthem is working on doing they've said mm-hmm. now who knows how long it's going to take a completely full like rebuild mm-hmm. i mean the the flying mechanics were there but they had the bones of a game they didn't have a game right division two had a start people enjoyed mm-hmm. and kind of fell off pretty hard and now we're going back mm-hmm. to new york we've yeah, got outriders which is going to be next gen crossover mm-hmm. if you want to call it that's probably a better term as you said paul but Mm-hmm. Got a crossover generation, so this is leading into the next one, and that's from Square Enix. It's a mm-hmm. Gears Division Anthem mix, whatever. So I just wanted to get you guys' thoughts of from other stuff that you've seen of these other games versus obviously what Destiny is doing. Do you see anything that's like, hey, I wish it was doing this, or what mm-hmm. are the things have you guys seen that you would like to see these other games do? Because those are all ones we've all tried, spent a decent amount of time on. They just mm-hmm. haven't held our attention like Destiny, so I was curious what you'd like to see each of those do. Let's get with Tassie, man. I mean, obviously the, the competition is rising. Like like he was saying, and you got Outriders, which you know we talked about briefly, you know pre 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 show, and then obviously Anthem and Division. So let, let's start with Outriders first. Like where where are you at with what you've seen so far, and um you know the basic mechanics of the game and stuff like that. Yeah, my initial impressions of Outriders were not the best. Like I didn't go to the hands on event, so I'm just basing it off all the videos and stuff and all the stuff I've read about it. Mm-hmm. And it just it looked like the division with superpowers, which mm-hmm. in theory could be interesting, but it, it all looked a little bit generic. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't really until I saw gameplay later where I realized it's, you don't really have to be in cover that much mm-hmm. from what I was seeing, where you can be more out in the open and kind of running around and using your powers yeah. and like not just kind of poking and cover shooting like mm-hmm. like the division or gears. Then mm-hmm. it sounded a little more interesting to me. And a lot mm-hmm. of the powers I saw, like the guy who stops time. Yes. It was really cool. Um, that Fire. that was looked really good in practice. And then, mm-hmm. you know, people I know were saying that the gunplay feels really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of that kind of combines to me like, OK, like I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'll check this out. I'm interested in this, even though it mm-hmm. didn't have any <laughs> bearing like a week ago. Um, uh-huh. I think it's going to have trouble kind of standing out. And mm-hmm. its aesthetic is just very destiny. Like even if gunplay mm-hmm. is more division or anthem, it it. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, I used the lead image today where it's like, it's literally like Warlock type. Warlock. <laughs> I did beep that. I mean, it's just you made a good comment on that. Yeah. And I guess there's a fourth hidden class or whatever, but yeah, it's just, it's very samey. And then from mm-hmm. what I've heard about the storyline, like it's a pretty hard R kind of rating where, you know, dropping mm-hmm. F-bombs and like this guy who mm-hmm. pleaded a quest and he drops off this dude's head to like an NPC. Yes. Yeah. So I like, watched that. Yes. Maybe that that's something we don't really see in this genre is people going mm-hmm. that hard. So yeah. maybe that could be interesting, but the mm-hmm. story does sound kind of generic mm-hmm. and like it's 85% of the Anthem story um, based yeah. on mm-hmm. what's being described to me. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, it does look interesting enough between the loot and the skill trees and the different abilities mm-hmm. where I'm like, okay, if this combines the best parts of like Anthem mm-hmm. and Diablo and the division, 
Mm-hmm. That sounds, that's all stuff I'd like. So that sounds like okay. something I could be interested in, but mm-hmm. no, I'm not going to like preach that it's a destiny killer. Destiny like, killer. That's, say it. That's absurd. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> let's go. E. You're up next, man. We outriders. We're going to do outriders first. So let's get uh, outriders. Yeah, no, what I mean, you see, what you felt. I was just watching yesterday. It was, I mean, you said it kind of similar. It's like, I feel like I've ridden this horse before. I feel like I've been down mm. this path because I mean, I played now I'm not as invested in the gears franchise, but when I got mm-hmm. into the whole cover thing, it reminded me I was like the whole cover pop up and pop out is kind of like, and when you mm-hmm. said you don't have to as much, that mm-hmm. was actually intriguing because I was like, if it's a cover shooter, I'm going to get, I do get a little tired of those yeah. to a point because you're just like run to this cover. Oh no, they're near me. Let me run over here to this cover. Oh no, they're ne-. and right. you're like always trying to do that. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I know that's pretty cheesy description, but there's more to it. The mm. abilities seem pretty cool, like the timepiece, and then you've got the pyromancer, I think was the trickster, the pyromancer, and the devastator, I think mm-hmm. were the three. Mm-hmm. Um trying to remember for one days of information, so forgive me if mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh the skill trees seemed a little more in depth, which I do kind of yeah. like the idea there of again something mm-hmm. where Destiny skill trees are pretty 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 lean. You yeah. get one, two, and three, and you get like you get this set mm-hmm. and you're good to go. So like Again, I do like the idea of the fact that it's a little more single player, so there's mm-hmm. no PvE that they've got a balance yeah. to it. Yep. Um, but it is also sounding a little more Borderlands of if you like finish your run of the game, there might be multiple mm-hmm. tiers to go through. Borderlands right. didn't hook me that long because I guess like I, I didn't even I made it barely through like the first run. Mm. Personally, I was yeah, like because mm-hmm. I didn't get to like the mayhem's and stuff like that for because it was like there's always seeming something else for me to do. I was right. like, I don't want to go run the same stuff over, and I'm saying that as I play Destiny, so that's kind of stupid. But <laughs> it's fair. Uh, but it is again, it's like what kind of floats your boat, and like the menu system looked very, very, very Destiny hard because you got like three yeah. sets of armor, two weapons, mm-hmm. a sidearm, your like rarities of gear. So it, it's like it has potential of like all the things, but it's like mm-hmm. as you said, Paul is like what is going to make it stand out as something that tells me, hey, I really want to play this now. Mm-hmm. is it like the cussing and like the harder edge to it that's going to make me be like ah, this is kind of a fun game little shot mm-hmm. in the arm type thing or is it just like it's another rpg shooter type and it just doesn't quite hold me and i don't know right. but that's yeah, yeah. kind of where i that's, am that's a good assessment i'll jump in um you know i was with with tassie initially when i first saw the aesthetic i was just like hey this look mad generic <laughs> like i don't know it just it something about it didn't grab me at first and whatever I saw just didn't motivate me. But again, I want to shout out my man, Thug and Duggan from IGN. He had a great, I believe, 15 minute or whatever it was of, of gameplay. And watching him play the game got me excited because, again, the cover stuff, I agree with you, Eli. After a while, you know, and I'm a Gears guy, but, you know, it does get a little boring, you know, the cover to cover kind of thing. But when I saw him utilizing the time-stopping powers and just running almost around, around the map like a madman a little bit, it yeah. excited me. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I didn't want to feel restricted. The cover set in this game felt optional, which I don't mind. You know what I'm saying? Which is, I mean, you still use it, but you it's more power and ability-based. And I was like, okay, I kind of like that. And I'm a big fan of like cool boss mechanics and boss encounters. And this looked like it had that. You know, there were a couple of bosses is really cool. He's fighting this guy with lightning from a distance and he's moving around, shifting and stuff like that. It looks like he had three abilities at one time. The only, um, the cool thing, yes, the narrative, it seems like it's very narrative and story based, you know what I'm saying, kind of thing, you know, with the four players. That's cool. You know, I was disappointed that when I think Duggan mentioned this, that there were times where NPCs would give you dialogue choices yeah. and the developer openly says it, it doesn't matter. 
So I'm just like, well, why is it in the damn game? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Because that the part would have been. Exci- yeah. Exactly. Well, it's the like, same I- with, like, swear one of them asked, like, why is why is there cover? It's like, do you really need to be in cover? No, it's like, the, why is that system in there? It's like. In the game. I feel you. I feel you. It, it's just one of those things where it's just like, again, I, I, I come from that whole Bioware school where it's like, you know, the, the, if you're going to put something in the game, I want some cause and effect, some change that's going to, you know, happen and affect the game world. So it was just literally, you know, whatever. And then, you know, I do like the visceral nature of it. it, it I will say this. I, I, it went from something I had no interest in, interest in to say, okay, this looks decent. I might rock out with it, but I can't see it. Even if I enjoy, I don't know if I can see it taking me away from Destiny for any extended period of time. I need to see more that would blow me away. At this current stage, it's better than I expected, but... I, again, that that's just where I'm at right now with Outriders, but I'm willing to give it a chance. See, see what you know, more information that comes out and so on and so forth. But I want to now pivot to the other two uh, games, obviously that that's been going on. And me, we gotta talk about our good old uh, Iron Man Simulator, man. Um, let's start with that first. Um, it's been it's been a hard road. Let's just say. Like, <laughs> Tassie's eyes were... <laughs> Yo, that was he's classic. He's trying not to he's, die. He's trying not to laugh. <laughs> it's, it's, been a, it's been a hard road, you know, for our good friends at Bioware. And, um, you know, we all know the story. We don't have to get into it at nauseum, you know. But we did hear, you know, recent news that they are not abandoning this franchise. That they're, in a sense, doing a reboot. So they're I want to bring a, it... They're pulling a Leo on the Titanic. They're going to ride it yeah, all the way down. Yeah, they put a Leo on the Titanic. So I want to bring this to Tassie, like... It's kind Do of a terrifying you... metaphor. Yeah, it's terrifying. Close <laughs> to death, but sure. <laughs> I want to bring it to you, man. Like, you know, with what you've heard, what you've seen. I mean, we haven't seen anything, but what you've heard. Do you think Anthem could have like that, that, that no man's sky, that that Taken King rise from ashes? Can, can it can it happen? Do you think, Tassie? Where you at, man? My my gut tells me no. And I, I know we've seen this happen before with different mm-hmm. games where like, okay, the Taken King revitalized Destiny, mm-hmm. Reaper of Souls revitalized Diablo, mm-hmm. uh, No Man's Sky, you know, busted their ass and, and turned the whole game around. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of different things happening in this situation, however, mm-hmm. where a game like Destiny, like they, they had so much invested into it and it was their only thing they were working on where they like mm-hmm. couldn't let it fail, essentially. Where mm-hmm. And same with No Man's Sky, like Hello Games was working right. on that and that alone. Bioware mm-hmm. is a big company, and yet mm-hmm. it is working on two more important projects, which mm-hmm. are the new Dragon Age, and then a new Mass Effect, which is further away. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if EA is, is going to make them do Star Wars stuff eventually too, and go back to their roots there. And mm-hmm. so that's like three potential things that should, in theory, have priority over an Anthem reboot. So I'm wondering mm. just how much they are truly devoting mm. to this. And given that Anthem debuted, like Anthem wasn't like some, Anthem isn't Mass Effect. Like there, people mm-hmm. don't have a history mm-hmm. with Anthem other than the last, you know, 11 months of the game. Good point. And it has some, some people that are like hardcore Anthem fans, but it's a very mm-hmm. small number. So something they mm-hmm. would have to do is something that brings in mm-hmm. either people who didn't get it the first time or people that mm-hmm. kind of laughed it out of existence when it launched and it was bad. <laughs> and like it right. did get a lot better in time. And right. like by the end, you know, they, they have fixed a lot of core issues with it, but mm-hmm. I don't know like what they're going to bring to the table mm-hmm. that's going to create this kind of situation mm-hmm. where if they're reusing the same map and stuff like that, like, are they building mm-hmm. an entirely new campaign? Like, are they mm-hmm. just essentially rebuilding the game from scratch? Like, it's hard for me to imagine that they would be doing that. So right. 
it, it's I'm just trying to think of like a potential situation in which this works. And while mm -hmm. I'm not going to say it's possible, it just seems right. a lot more improbable than like your Final Fantasy or your, your No Man's Sky, right. like based on a bunch of different reasons. You guys are going to love ILP this Sunday. I hate to plug my own show, but you guys are going to love ILP this Sunday. But I want to bring it back in, in a sense that I hear what you're saying, and, and you are completely right. There's nothing you're saying is inaccurate. I guess, you know, from what we heard from the stories of the development cycle and everything that was going on behind the scenes and, you know, the Frostbite engine and then the leadership thing and Casey leaves and then these guys leave and then really none of the old school Bioware guys were really there. Basically, from my understanding, like, the game was developed in like, you know, like 12 months and flying was added at the last minute and stuff like that. So what what about the, the thought process that because, again, the word on the street is that there was no single unified direction for the game. Right. They would go into meetings and they would discuss, you know, what they want Anthem to be. And there would be no resolution because, from my understanding, there was no leadership. Right. Saying, OK, this is the vision for Anthem. This is what we're going to do. The thing kept changing and changing, going through this, this metamorphosis. So if let's just say they had Casey or whoever it is, is now in charge as the single you know, lead for Anthem and the leadership up top changes. Um, do you think that they could possibly like nail down a specific gameplay loop and say, OK, this is what it is? This is what Anthem is. We don't have to go to Tarsus every five minutes. And, you know, like, can we, like, is there any hope in that? Just the gameplay loop itself. Like, can that, you think, be possibly resolved, Tassie? The answer is yes. I Because I, mm -hmm. by the end, the gameplay loop was actually getting pretty good. There just wasn't, right. with the Cataclysm and then some of the stuff they're doing, like, it, it was getting a lot better. But to mm -hmm. your point, like, if you're like, okay, well, what if Casey's in charge mm -hmm. of things now? Like, shouldn't, is he? Like, shouldn't, shouldn't they be... Yeah. announcing something like that be like, <laughs> it would be a lot more reassuring if it was like if he came mm -hmm. out in that blog post and he was like i'm running the anthem reboot now i have no mm -hmm. idea who's working on Facts. anthem now the only person i know for sure even still on anthem is like one of the community managers mm -hmm. like i literally have no idea mm -hmm. who at bioware is is working on this or leading it or anything and like mm -hmm. the guys i do know are working on dragon age or mass effect so right. i i just i don't understand like who is behind this reboot and how many resources are being devoted to it. Mm -hmm. And like it took like all of Bungie or all of Hello Games or like yeah, all of the Final Fantasy right. team to like go back and do these things from scratch. So if this is what like 25, 30% of Bioware at best mm -hmm. working mm -hmm. on this, like I'm just wondering what the end result is gonna be. And like I hope it yeah. works. It's just good point. It's a very, it's a very weird kind of un it's it's a more unprecedented situation than people think. Yeah. Because those other games were so different in their mm -hmm. respective contexts. No, you're right. I'm going to give it to E, man. I mean, you, no, you used to go like, hard. I mean, you used to go hard like, for the Iron Man simulator, man. What, what's, what's going on? No, it's like, I mean, the whole, <clears throat> honestly, I still, in my mind, I picture my Interceptor and I loved how that guy felt. Woo! It was so much fun, fast, fluid, jumping around, swiping, like, mm -hmm. the function of what they had for the four, mm -hmm. I forget what they would be called now. Um, the suits. What were they called? It's been so javelin. long. What was the javelins? Javelin. I Thank forgot you. what they were called. It's, it's been, been so long. Damn. Damn. Continue. Uh, Tassie doing his proper work, staying up on all lingo, so he's got us covered. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um, the javelins in and of themselves were cool, mm -hmm. but when you take something like No Man's Sky, they mm -hmm. vastly under delivered. They spent time and they gave what kind of more of what they had fully promised after time. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like Anthem tried to deliver a campaign. They had levels. Mm-hmm. They had quote strikes, and then mm-hmm. they're in game with like the ca- the cataclysm and stuff. I'm like, I don't know how you, as unless as Tassie said, like, do you do a completely separate campaign? Is it like a free sequel? Like, I don't know how you move mm-hmm. the whole. Good point. Everything that happened, I don't know how you move it forward because some people, unless they're gonna, like Final Fantasy did it right. They're like, we're shutting it down. We're breaking the entire universe, and then you're reborn. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the name was Reborn because you were born again, and they started over. And I was like, okay, that mm-hmm. makes sense. They need mm-hmm. to almost pull one of those at this point. Right. For, at least thematically, for things to make sense and shut it down and have a new campaign mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Hopefully their campaign is a little different than Outriders, because those are going right. to be a little close. <laughs> right. Well, the other problem is, I think, I think whatever they do has to be free. Too. Hello! Whereas, ding, 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 ding! Yeah, yep, because, like, Reaper Souls and, and Taken King were both paid expansions and mm-hmm. like no one is going to be like okay there's an ant say there is a big anthem expansion like no one's going to pay 40 dollars for more anthem content outside of like <laughs> us like the ultimate hardcore yeah, people yeah. would be into it like people are, mm-hmm. people would laugh that out and so oh, if absolutely. it does have to be free how much how much work are you really going to devote mm. to that and especially when you can buy anthem by itself now for like five bucks or whatever you know yeah. so yep. This is why I'm amazed Bioware is even doing this in the first place. Like, I know. I, I just, this, this decision-making process, like, I'm not some, you know, business executive, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know behind the scenes, but mm-hmm. to me, it just seems like they should have learned some important lessons about gameplay and loot and stuff, and then just, like, mm-hmm. throwing all that into Mass Effect, mm-hmm. and go back to the series people want to play, and, like, be like, mm-hmm. well, we tried it, it didn't work out. Right. That's it. So, like, I'm, I'm just amazed that this is the path they mm-hmm. went down, and while I hope it, yeah. it pans okay. out, I'm just, I... I can't believe this is the call they made, frankly. <laughs> it's a good point. Yeah, y'all's going to let you finish. But, uh, you oh, say what you no, point? it's just, I mean, so Abdiel and Chad Hussain isn't calling it No Man's Sky isn't fair. It's like one is a looter, one is a pure sandbox, yeah, and that's fair. Point. It's like they're not, they're not, but it's like it's more of like one is a giant sandbox to explore planets and stuff like that, and the other mm-hmm. is definitely, it's like a looter, fighter, shooter, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, but it's still got a point to where you of those of us who played it i mean you played 50 hours you played through the campaign you leveled up your mm-hmm. character you did the strikes you mm-hmm. kind of did the higher tiers and like we played mm-hmm. what encompassed most of a game it's just it died right so to do it i mean the only way you can charge for it is to literally i mean that's what i was like i don't know how you do it for free right. businessly i don't biz, businessly, there's businessly. A fun <laughs> <laughs> i like that i'm using businessly i like that that's smooth. There you go. <laughs> Miriam, just right here, first time, said it. Oh, um, good, brother. From a business sense, I don't know how the free thing makes sense for the cost it's going to take to make something that is substantial enough to bring people back. Yeah. But if you put that much time into it, do you call it like Anthem 2? I mean, are you yeah. do Reaper of Souls, or do you call it an expansion and charge, say, 25 30 for a smaller expansion? I don't know how it falls, but to do it for free, I'm with you, Paul. I don't know how that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't know who's going to pay for something, but they need right. to charge mm-hmm. so they get something for it. So they're in a lose-lose. I don't understand how it works. I think I got a hustle for them that they can do. And, we, and it's actually going to transition into that the Jersey next... hustle up there? Yeah, I got, I got a hustle for them. I'm working on some hustles for them. Like, and it's actually going to transition into the next game I want, I want us to talk about, which is Division. But I think we all... Listen, the game is dead as a door now. It's not even talk about, you know, the player counts, the, you know, the, the interactivity with the game. Five we people. get it. Exactly. Now, here's the thing. We know... Even if they re- redo this game, revamp it, fix the gameplay loop, you know, they cannot come out the gate and say, hey, for a smooth $40, a new expansion. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, you, can, you, you have to earn the goodwill 
of the people who you burned who invested into this game, right? So you have to do something kind of like, kind of like what Division is doing, which is kind of like you you give the game, game away free pretty much, right? You give a free update, let's just say, with a lot of just the gameplay loop changes, right? So you give the community the feel and say, okay, this is, you know, Armor 2.0, or this is Loot 2.0. This is how it's working. Everybody starts getting the feel, okay, all right, we like this gameplay loop. And then maybe you stack it or, you know, with a, a stagger it with like maybe a week to two weeks of an expansion, right? Afterwards, after people get it, they say, hey, this we like what's going on here. We like this direction. Then you come out with your cataclysm, right? Or whatever that content that you were supposed to get, deliver on the roadmap. And I think that's the only way you could possibly sell it. I mean, I would love for all of that to be all inclusive and free. I don't know how that works from a business lease perspective. You know what I'm saying? But I got to got that's, that's the new joint. So, like, you know, I don't know how that works, but you gotta, you you have to earn back the trust of your community. You you have to show them that you are committed to this game. And I think maybe that's one way. I want to shout out Slow. He says, "This is how you do it." Completely revamp the base game and improve the experience, make the campaign better, fix the gameplay loop, kind of what I said. Then not long. Yeah, oh, you say the same thing. Slow being you on the same point. He said, then not long after that, have an expansion that is paid. That's literally because I think that is the smart play what Division is trying to do right now. We know Division is where it's at, you know, and 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 we'll get into that why. But I think what's cool is like that, yo, three dollars right now. Everybody who won it. $3, get in, get down, lay down. We got $3. You, you know you want it now. You can't argue for $3. There's the free, for $3. It's basically free 99 right? So you get everybody back in the base, right? You give a little small, little, little patch update, say, hey, this, whatever, whatever. Then you already know Warlords is coming and blah, blah, blah. And I think that's the way. I, I kind of like when Division does. I just hate that they have to wait this long to get the player base so upset. Before they decide to do these things, but I think that may be the shot Anthem got. But I'm gonna bring it back to you, Tessie. Like, do you think that could be viable for Anthem as far as that kind of a strategy? Or I think it's more too- viable than mm-hmm. any other option I've heard. And like, I, right. I believe in in rewarding a dev for working hard. And if they're gonna spend yeah. six, eight months mm-hmm. reworking it and doing all this work, like, I think that's probably mm-hmm. worth forty dollars. It's just a matter mm-hmm. of convincing people that already spent sixty dollars that they Facts. deserve. 40 more dollars um so i it kind of reminds me of of diablo 3 so like they they Mm. introduced loot 2.0 and like adventure mode and Mm -hmm. riffs and i think you could do i think you could do a lot of that without necessarily Mm -hmm. buying reaper of souls Mm -hmm. so you could you could like experiment with it and then if you wanted Mm -hmm. it to do like the full new campaign content then you would buy that so that seems the most viable to me and like Mm -hmm. i know anthem would get laughs out of the door if they (laughs) gave you something that costs money but it, it, mm-hmm. that's the only reason any of this makes sense. Because what otherwise, right. what? The game costs nothing. The yeah. microtransaction store is like one of the most optional I've ever seen in a game like this. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And then if the, if the new rework expansion is totally free, like it's, why, why, why would they be doing this at all if at the end right. of the road they didn't think they could charge for stuff? Like No, Man, no Man's Sky did it where, at least for a while, they were just, it, it was all free and they were... Right charging people they just wanted people to pick up the base game which was still yes. like it still cost something right. so that was the plan for them but mm-hmm. also they weren't owned by ea and didn't have quite as high of yeah. you know profit expectations too so it mm-hmm. another part of me wonders how much of this is just reputation building and yeah. just just yeah. so bioware can say we did it like yes you know we don't want two screw-ups in a row between andromeda mm-hmm. and anthem so like mm-hmm. even if it costs us like 
people will respect us for putting in the hard work and like fixing mm -hmm. the game and that they can show up or not but like we did it like you know we mm -hmm. are making amends and and we're still making good things and then if the next dragon age is good the next mass effect's good then mm -hmm. they're back to being bioware that we we respect and mm -hmm. are like a treasured studio which i don't mm -hmm. think you know they're, they're quite in the same spot as they used to be so right. part of me wonders if that's a pretty significant factor here and what mm -hmm. bioware might be willing to mm -hmm. sacrifice just based just to get some of that goodwill back Right. No, I, I agree. I mean, yeah, I'll let you finish up with, with Anthem, and then I, I, I want to pivot to Division, but you, you agree um, with, with, with what Tassie's saying? Where you at, you? No, I mean, it's like both of what you guys are saying, even if it was, as you're saying, take all that stuff, like the loot 2.0, the adventures, like whatever they're going to do for Anthem, take that stuff, bring it in, whether it's a public test realm situation to try some new stuff and like have people who are active in the game be like, hey, invite anybody who's still like an active player. Hey, this mm -hmm. is what we're working on for Anthem 2.0, whatever you want to call it. This is, we want you guys to kind of help test it, help work mm -hmm. with your community, be a little more open with what's going on and kind of be forward facing. But also, yeah, give those tests of, hey, this is a, like, take the system that they're going to put in, work on putting right. that in the game so people can try it. So no, I totally agree with a mm -hmm. way to do that, but I don't think, I don't think whatever they do can be for free, but right. I do think it could be the PR move of the, we're trying to be like an Ubisoft now. We're not going to let right. our games die. We're going to take our right. siege for three years and turn it into something. Right. They're going to try and stick with their games a little longer, yeah. or at least prove, as mm -hmm. you said, for the PR face to say, hey, our games don't totally suck. See how long we worked mm -hmm. on this one? Even if right. this doesn't start good, we're going to make sure it's good. Like, right. stick with us. We're, we're yeah. in for the long haul type thing. So I'm, maybe I'm, I'm with just you. trying to go with that. So, I, I mean, that I'm, makes sense, actually. Yeah, I'm with you. I think, I think that's literally what it is. I mean, I think it's, it's reputation. It, it, it's, it's community trust. And I think it's one of those things where they look at the franchise as a whole and say, look, there's still a foundation here that is worth salvaging for maybe a future sequel, right? So let's not completely abandon. Let's 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 put some work in on this base to get to get the gameplay loop or whatever it is to where the community actually likes it. Kind of end almost like you ending off like Division One, right? You you it started off kind of you know, and then it, it, you bring it back up. They start add adding modes and stuff like that, and you get it to a point of respectability. And then next generation consoles, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, it's like, boom, maybe, you know, in the middle of the cycle, Anthem 2 now with all the things you learned, right? And now the graphical fidelity so the damn consoles can actually handle the game. Yeah, so it doesn't fly away on you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Anthem. Yes. I think it was my brother's kids. They were playing on their normal PS4, and I'm pretty oh, sure Lord, it either shut bro. down or flew away. No. It, shuts, it shut down my Xbox One X. <laughs> X? Damn. Yeah. I didn't even know that was possible, but yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and listen, I had it on both, and Anthem was rough on console. I almost felt it was way too ambitious for console. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, E, I was with you, you know, PC Master Race, that one. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that was yeah it was, it was oh, it was nice. Oh, it was nice. That 60 frame. Oh, it was beautiful. You take up into the sky. Oh, it was, it was amazing. So hopefully now, with the, the next generation CPUs, you know, the Ryzen's, the Zen's, everything, those SSDs, you know, it would really be a nice showcase. So just now I want to transition to the last one, the last game, which was um, obviously Division. And we know what's going on now, you know. As we hinted, you know, they, they definitely came out with a, a title update, a new episode, and then they dropped the trailer for Warlords of New York. So more content, you know, a lot of background rebuilding, um, gear set stuff, a lot of things the community, you know, were clamoring for. You know, shout out to my boy Gathalia, he's calling it a... Uh, 
what is it, the division, the Taken King, or whatever, you know. A lot of people Basically. are excited. You know, shout out to my boy Slow Mo. He's in the chat right now. He's a hardcore division guy. And, um, you know, I wanted to bring it to you guys, you know, at Campfire. Just see, like, where where you think this thing can go? You know, have you even tried to throw it on? I know, Tassie, you feel very strongly about division. I've seen your, your commentary about, you know, kind of leaving the game and no incentive to really come back. So any of this stuff excites you? Where are you at right now, Warlords of New York and new, the new division content announced? Yeah, so just mm-hmm. it was very unexpected. I didn't think they would have an expansion of this size. Uh, oh, you I lost your I didn't know they oh, were you're gonna, back. Sorry? You're back. You went, yeah, cut out for a second, but you're back. Yeah, you're back. I, I, mm-hmm. I didn't know they would have uh, an expansion of this size. That was frankly very surprising to me. I just didn't mm-hmm. think they were going to go down that road after the seasonal mm-hmm. models they, they had before. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say this. So this is definitely enough to get me back playing i will i will pick it up on day one i will play the expansion Mm -hmm. i would be surprised if i like stick around to do a ton of end game grinding after that like i'm Mm -hmm. I'm curious to see how it works with the new stat system and stuff but Mm -hmm. all throughout the division two i've i've had a problem kind of sticking with the end game and maybe some Mm -hmm. of that initially was like the stuff they kept introducing for the end game like the raid like just didn't Mm -hmm. That didn't seem like it was for me at all. Like it was way mm-hmm. too hard to console at first. And mm-hmm. then I just, I kind of gave up. And mm-hmm. I always like the division in terms of the division's campaigns are really good. So I am very yeah. excited for the story missions and like the Aaron Keener mm-hmm. storyline and everything like that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. going back to New York and like I used to live in lower Manhattan. So I want to see if I can like see my place oh, and like <laughs> stuff salute. like that. So I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very excited just to get in and do that. Mm-hmm. I just fundamentally, Mm-hmm. I, I like playing almost every other loot shooter on the market more. Like in terms of the mm-hmm. physical act of playing, I like Sound playing like Destiny eight. more. I like playing mm-hmm. Borderlands more. I like playing Anthem more. I just think Anthem mm-hmm. combat is more fun it. than the cover-based division stuff. And I think for mm-hmm. a third-person cover shooter, it's mm-hmm. very good. And it, it's gotten better in time even. But mm-hmm. if I'm splitting time between all these different games and I have to start choosing, and then if there's mm-hmm. new options that come out in, in mm-hmm. the fall, like, it is tough to see myself sticking with division mm-hmm. longer term. Like it, it's mm. it's enough where I will spend forty bucks on this expansion and play it and right. beat it and you know play an extra 20, 30 hours mm-hmm. of endgame. Mm-hmm. But it's I at this point it's hard for me to see the division ever rivaling mm-hmm. Destiny in terms of my overall interest or engagement, <laughs> which is not the, you know the division that's not haters the world. Are, like I don't have time for you. another game like that. So it's fine, but I. I don't know if this is going to be some like, you know, huge mm-hmm. seeing the light moment for the division. I think it's just going to be mm-hmm. more solid content that I'll beat okay. and then I'll, I'll probably move on again. Now, let me let me before I pass it because he's, he's cheesy. He's having too much fun with all this comment. You see, he's loving everything you say. We did this little internal battle. This is fun. But my question, though, is, OK, so what would division have to do or is there anything they could do to say, you know what? This this now, I, I like this direction. Like, is there any fundamental changes that you think is holding it back? Or is it just as simple as, hey, I don't like this cover thing, you know, looter shooter style. I, I'm just not into this realistic kind of a, you know, boots on the ground style thing where it's not as fun as being a mech or it's not as fun as having space magic. Honestly, it's probably that. And like, I feel mm. like, I feel a little bad because I feel like the division for what it is, is, is doing everything right for mm-hmm. the most part. And at least from what we've heard now is moving in the right directions. And I think these mm-hmm. are all improvements. Mm-hmm. It's just, will it ever, you know, b- become a game that I want to, mm-hmm. to play at that level? And like, mm-hmm. I played, I played the division one at that level, kind of. Um, right. But that was back when 
Destiny wasn't as good as it is now. Right. And there were right. no other boot shooters, essentially. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, it was like between that and like playing years old Diablo 3 and then like struggling <laughs> through whatever Destiny was doing at the time. So mm-hmm. I put a lot more time into it. But mm-hmm. now when I have so many more options and everything is right. kind of at an elevated level, mm-hmm. I guess I have to start making the harder choices. And so it's, it's not really even the division's fault. It just at a certain point, I have to realize that this is a series that like I like for certain aspects namely right. the campaign and like the environment mm-hmm. design and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then I, no matter what they do, I'm probably just not going to prefer its mm-hmm. cover model to these three right. other shooters that I find more enjoyable to play. No, that's fair. That's fair. I, I can respect that. Let's get, um, my boy Ian, he's been waiting. He's chomping. He's chomping. So, so Ian, man, Warlords of New York, you're not, you're not enticed. So I will try it. But for me, I'm mm-hmm. in a similar boat as Paul for <laughs> part of me when I'm playing games, whether it be Diablo or Destiny or I mean, so many different ones that I'll play. It's like I'm trying to I'm trying to get away, not go mm-hmm. put myself in the middle of New York with a gun, like having ultra realism. <laughs> so it's to the point of like, I mean, I do enjoy the space magic aspect, like Anthem mm-hmm. in these like crazy biomech suits. And then even the idea is like, I haven't seen Outriders. I'm, I'm going to call that something wrong at some point. Mm-hmm. I know I am. That title is going to mm-hmm. screw me something no, about like even as that is like even if it's a cover shooter but it's like it's faster and mm-hmm. there's abilities to it it already seems a little more intriguing to me just because it takes mm-hmm. if it has good gunplay like that's mm-hmm. kind of a good thing destiny has amazing gunplay Facts. division has decent gunplay i'm not gonna argue mm-hmm. but it's i mean destiny's just on a level of its own oh yeah it's another level but we, if it has decent that. gunplay with abilities and skill tree and rpg to where i'm not just Shooting another human in the like, I'm putting a, a 50 caliber sniper in a dude's head, and he's just fine. Just okay, fine. I got you. I got so you. there I mean, are that, that breaks like, that breaks immersion for you. you I mean, it's a game. I understand. Like, yes, this uh-huh. dude has a huge health bar, so I'm trying to whittle it mm-hmm. down. That's fine. But mm-hmm. if I'm shooting like a monster or some crazy floating electric demon, and he's got a little mm-hmm. bit more work to put into him, mm-hmm. in my head that makes a little bit more sense. Of course, I get. Now that. I, I get know, that. like now De- Division Two, when it put in like the armor mechanics and like chipping mm-hmm. off the pieces, and then they died really quickly when you did. That was a great way to combat that psychology mm-hmm. bit for me. That was like. I'm really tired of, tired of literally shooting the meat spots. Yes. Like, that was like not that. fun. So mm-hmm. when they actually changed to the armor, that was kind of cool. But I tried to, and I mm-hmm. kind of missed the window when I went to go try it. It was a little late. I tried it a bit with my brother and yeah. ended up playing with a friend who was literally like 30 and just like, flew, like, I wasn't, through. he was just plowing through ahead of me. So it wasn't mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of hard when you go from like Nova bombs and things mm-hmm. like that to go mm-hmm. to these little seeker drones they don't mm-hmm. quite have the same feel and pizzazz to them that I want. And also when it mm-hmm. comes to like your, it's like the, the stats and stuff like that, it does mm-hmm. still seem a little weird that like, you know, I've got more skill points. Just it always seemed a little, I don't mind stats to a point, mm-hmm. but it was almost too much. Oh, you I thought it was overkill. Almost too much minutia. Almost too much. Too much. That's one of the things they're doing. Uh, yeah. So it's like if almost too that. much mid. Wait, wait, hold on. I got to push back at eat right now. Hold on. This is the same man who wants Armor 2.0 to be this in-depth, robust, you know, system. But I said I want stats to matter. I don't need 60,000 stats. There's oh a big difference. <laughs> little old division can't have all these mid-maxing options. Is that what we talk about? That's what we do at eat. Come on, okay, man. there are min-maxing options. That's fine. Uh-huh. But I was like, it just didn't feel like... For, and I never... I'll, anybody in chat, you guys can mm-hmm. freak the hell out if you want to. 
Mm. I played a fair amount of Division 1. I was at Darkstone. I had my fair amount of time in that mm -hmm. one. Kind of the same. But, like, Division 2, I did not play that much. So if my, like, I didn't even mm -hmm. play through the full campaign in Division 2. So mm -hmm. I'm not in the best space to talk about this. I'm just saying of my mentality towards the game. I was like, I went through, it was like trying to figure out, okay, hey, I got this magazine. It's got one, like 50% magazine instead of 47. Like, I remember mm -hmm. going for those rolls and that was like, it was a good way to get a little bit mm -hmm. extra on your weapons. But after a while, mm -hmm. it just kind of ran out of gas for me. For whatever reason, I can't put a pin on it or put a, you know. It is hard to put a pin on. That's something I struggle with No, I with get too. it. I, I think you both nailed it. I think, I think, you know, there's one aspect of the cover aspect, you know, the, the, the kind of more methodical kind of thing. There's the other aspect of the realism you know, and kind of breaking the immersion in the MMO space and realism. You know what I mean? You know, I get where you guys are going. I, um, let me jump in. This is a fun one. Because oh, I, I, think, I think what it is for me, I thought when they came out the box, right, I was like, wow, this is probably one of the best launches to a looter shooter I've seen in some time. They, they felt refined. They felt like they learned all the lessons from Division One. you know, and I was... Thoroughly enjoying it. I, I got to you know thirty. Had a good time. Now where they lost me and shout out to Sonaldo if he's in the chat. He's hardcore division. Shout out to Slobo. Is that when it came down to the end game? Because I was surprised by this. Did they even seem like they had the end game lined up correctly? They were going to say hey, we're going to do a raid here. We're going to do this. We're going to have all this content. Then the raid drops. And shout out to my boy, you know Marco style. But it drops, and it's like you need this very specific build to be able to even deal with the first boss. And I'm like, hmm. Now, the thing that really aggravated me was that they just felt, to me, that I got the vibe that Massive felt arrogant, like, nope, we're not changing this. This is how it's staying. And you've got this small percentage of console guys that didn't even beat the raid, this super small percentage that on PC that, that just barely did it, and I was just surprised how dug in they were to, to not listening to their community be upset. So I'm like, all right, let's see how long this lasts. And then it kept going. And then I kept hearing other things. And, you know, and it got to the point where I'm like, I'm seeing my hardcore division content creators playing Destiny. I'm like, I'm waking up one day and Marco style is like, I'm doing Destiny. I'm like, what yeah, is going on? I was so yeah. I'm like, so at my mind, I'm like, okay. What happened to the division? This didn't. This to me was one of the most surprising falls from grace that I've seen with a, 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 a looter shooter that had such a dominant start, in my opinion. So now you know people fall away from it. Okay, cool, cool for, for, for correct reasons. You know they start to come back finally now. Now they're starting to put in these updates. You know that people are clamoring for, so to speak. You know, um. As far as this, you know, the New York thing, I love it. I have a soft spot. You know, I'm a New Yorker. That's just, you know, that's where I'm in, Bronx, New York. So I love all this stuff from that standpoint. You know, I want to see where they go. I love the fact that I think that what they do that Ubisoft does is, is really good is when they know the game's dead, they have this great way of getting you back in as far as making, you know, the price low and getting you back in and stuff like that and then setting up the content. The key is going to be, you know, how long it keeps us engaged. You know, as far as the end game, from my understanding, there's still no raid coming. You know what I'm saying? No other raid coming. I just want to make sure that they learn the mistakes of their end game problem. You know what I'm saying? Because you cannot not listen to your community, especially when the numbers are showing that people are not engaging in that. And the same thing with, you know, the dark zones and so on and so forth. So I'm pulling for them. I'm going to give it a shot. 
You know, I just I, I just want to see what happens. I want to see if, you know, people really, you know, get invested again and, and, and if it can, you know, make a comeback. But where, where are you guys at with that part? Yeah, I mean, I, I that was the exact moment Division 2 lost me too was the raid where it's like, okay, how have I put 100, 150 hours into this and like have top tier stuff and like... Mm -hmm then this is just this end game activity that I don't even have a prayer for. And it, it was, right. it was, it was the difficulty, but it was also, it was the first activity that didn't have matchmaking. Yeah. And like, there point. was like, I didn't even know where to start looking for an eight person mm -hmm. group for that. Like, what? I guess, I mean, hey, I, I, I guess I could have like hit up Twitter or something with, you know, all my followers. But like, besides mm -hmm. that, like there's no, there's no like division LFG. There's no app like mm -hmm. from point. massive matching people. So like, it was mm -hmm. going to be a huge pain to even get people together for it. And then if it was like impossible to complete and like no console players even beat it in like the first 72 hours or something, because it was just that. And like, I don't want to spend 21 hours at this. And so like eventually <laughs> no. they made they made changes and like they made some easier and then you could level up more and, and do it. But like mm -hmm. I, at that point, I'm no, I'm not going to go back to it. And like mm -hmm. and weirdly, like, I don't think after that they really ran into a situation like that, like the stuff they did yeah. add after that was not that level of crazy difficulty like they did some of the like the kenley college assignments or whatever yeah. those were and like i came back from mm -hmm. that a little bit mm -hmm. i think i missed whatever the act two update was but i think that was just like some missions and, and it wasn't anything mm -hmm. like super major right. so it was they never really ran into that situation again and yet that mm -hmm. was the point where it just like kicked me off the cliff and then i just yeah. I didn't come back after that really so yeah from what it sounds like for warlords of mm -hmm. new york it doesn't mm -hmm. like at the very least, I can play. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming I can play through the story campaign mm -hmm. perfectly normally with my existing characters, considering like mm -hmm. they're going to let blank level 30 people mm -hmm. do it. And like I have at least some gear from from way back when. Mm -hmm. So I think I should be mm -hmm. fine right. if there's some crazy raid at the end. Like maybe mm -hmm. that'll be a problem again. But it right. does seem to me like they've learned that lesson. It's just that mm -hmm. it was so jarring when it happened in the first place. Like yes. that was all I needed to just like peace out and peace out and move out. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I agree. Shout out to Slow Mo. He said, you needed to have a specific build when the game was almost impossible to mid-max because they intentionally prevented god rolls and they gimped retooling your gear like in Division 1. And that that was the consensus I heard from the hardcore. They were very, very upset with that aspect. And, you know, they, they've got to fix it. I, I, I'm kind of on a different side from UE in the sense that I do like the gear set aspect that they bring to 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 actually to armor and stuff and i, I kind of wish destiny would steal that oh like, no if you i'd love to see gear yeah, sets like, in gear destiny sets don't great. get me wrong yeah yeah there's certain things about it i do like now, I'm, of course you are right there there's a ton of information there's a ton of notion maybe there could be a level of streamlining it to make you know and i heard that's coming too apparently with that that update well into new york as well you know to get a person like you e to say okay you know this is a little bit more fluid this is this is a ui that i can kind of attached to like and i'll dive into mm -hmm. a crazy amount of stats i've done that in other games before it was just something about after a while it was this thing is adding like you know here's this magazine that's like 48 percent, 49 percent, 50 percent, and it was mm -hmm. every every single thing had that on it it felt like right, right. so like whether it was the armor every it was just everywhere and it's not like mm -hmm. it was consolidated in any piece it was just like there was to a point it was like i don't mind stats to that's what I was saying. It was like, I want more. I want stats to matter more. Right. But it was just the fact that it was like, we have an issue of roles of randomness in Destiny. Right. There is probably a different level of that in Division of what you're trying to find, like, if you're right. looking for a good role as well. So it was right. always... I don't know. I've I haven't played it that much, so that's why I've kind of let you mm. guys touch this one a bit more. No, 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 for I get me, it. I've been a bit out of mm. the Division game. So yeah, but I was curious enough. to see, I was like, 
okay, they're going back to New York. This is like Division 2.1 or something. So, like, I don't know what you call it. Yeah. But, yeah, it's definitely a way to go back. It was funny to see. Now, is it a one-to-one this time, I heard? Or is mm-hmm. it just it reusing is. last time around? No, it's, it's, they rebuilt it's, it's, it all. it's a new zone. It's not reusing Division 1 stuff. Because mm-hmm. the, oh, yeah. the old map didn't go to lower Manhattan. It stopped, right. like, somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm pretty sure it's almost all new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it's one to one, I was like, that seems kind of cool. But it's again yeah, like, but... what is going to keep me hooked on it? And I guess that's just what I'll have to see because as you've all, there's always so many more. Then you're going to have Godfall. What is that one? Godfall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's Avengers, like a looter. Avengers is a loot shooter. Avengers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, is a loot shooter. Oh my god, I don't even know. But like Godfall, if that's like a next gen and it's more, just a little mm-hmm. bit more fantasy sci-fi. But if it's a looter slasher or whatever they want to call these mm-hmm. damn things now, I don't know on titles. I don't know on titles anymore. But uh-huh. <laughs> there's gonna be so many. If I'm just still shooting guns in Manhattan, maybe sometimes mm-hmm. I just want to escape to something a little crazier. No, I feel you. I mean, and again, I, that's I, just I, a preference on what people want to play. Not not knocking division because no, like division honestly is like Paul said it. It's like for being a third person like realistic cover shooter, they do it well. Like right. their cover system, honestly, after playing Gears, Division stepped all over Gears cover on it personally Easy. because <laughs> I didn't. I mean, Gears for me, like Gears Five was fine, but like <laughs> when I like just the feel of the cover and like the sticky and moving around, Division <laughs> felt good on cover. And I will say, like that system, <laughs> somebody make sure you keep that alive because their cover right. system has been solid. So there's certain things I have enjoyed, but it's just like <laughs> what's going to keep me going. No, I feel you. Look, no, if for me, I finish up just like. You know, I'm pulling for them. I want to see, you know, what happens. I think we were in this unique period with Destiny based on Bungie being on their own, based on the level of, you know, frequency with the content and stuff and these these kind of gaps, right? So I, again, I, I think, I don't want to say Destiny's in trouble or anything. Like, I think it's a perfect opportunity if any of these games, whether it be Outriders, whatever, you know what I'm saying, Division, can, and Anthem can get their act together, Right. Because we all agree with the seasonal model, there's going to be some time for break for the hardcore like us. And this is where they can kind of swoop in and say, hey, we've got this content going on right now. Check us out. And like Destiny currently right now, I think is affording us the ability to actually like Destiny the past is a selfish game. Destiny old school D1, like you're not you don't have time to be, you know, say with Shadow Keep drops or Taken King drops, you don't have time to be grinding no second looter shooter <laughs> you know what I'm saying kind of thing so I think if Division is smart you know what I'm saying like this is the time to try to do what your community wants and, and get people invested again so I'm, I'm just gonna pay attention from you know from a distance I'll, I'll jump in I'll see what happens I, man I wish they had cross save man I wish they had yeah. cross play like oh like I want to be able to play on PC and thing and, and it's very daunting to me because I haven't really gone I, all my my stuff is on my Xbox One X and it's like daunting to start from there. But they, I will give them credit. They're doing a Destiny-style onboarding where I believe if you create a new character, you're automatically at 30, and then you can go to 40. So they, they at least do a that aspect. But in the future, I really hope that they, they, they onboard. I mean, as far as uh, cross-save and stuff like that, that would be, be amazing. Yeah, Destiny does have that over just mm-hmm. about all these because just being able to yeah. hop on wherever is... Still that has so totally changed. Yeah, I play yeah. so much more now that I can do on yes. PC and console. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way more. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's a game changer a lot of people have to learn from because not every, I mean, even if you have a PS4 and a PS5 in different rooms mm-hmm. for some of these newer cross generation games, like, I mean, Outriders mm-hmm. and stuff, like, yeah. 
I'm at my mm -hmm. friend's house. He's got a PS4. Well, hey, you should still get this, and I can come play with you, or come over mm -hmm. to mine. It looks fancier over here. It's like mm -hmm. that switch is that's just got to be a more common thing. But we've got to get cross play, so that's a different. Mm -hmm. thing. So yeah, that's what I got on the competition. Glad you guys answered. <laughs> yeah, just curious. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. we are wrap, We are coming right up at on about two hours yep. here, so I do want to respect mm -hmm. Paul's time since we have yes. got him for a chunk this morning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but sir, I mean, I want to definitely thank you for coming again. Always welcome. Pleasure to have you. Enjoy mm -hmm. the articles. Keep them going. Always a pleasure to read Always them do. all, believe me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. You're like, it's, it's kind of Always. my job. Yep. <laughs> Always, man. Always. One of the best. One of the best Paul Tassie in the building, man. What you got going on, man? Uh, writing about five articles a day. Daily Destiny column. Um, mm -hmm. Fifth book in production. We'll Ooh, see when that comes out. We get out. some new sci-fi novel flavor? Yep. yep. Um, Ooh, I'm about to throw I'm that still... in an intro. Still working on it, but it's yeah, it's a sequel to my last book, Your Killer. So we'll that'll be out one way or another. Hopefully, do in the you next. You record your year. own audiobooks, by the way. I do not record my own audio. <laughs> you gotta get on no that. That's an untapped. That's an untapped market for it's those a market right there. Man, there's way better voices than me that could do it. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to hire Bife. He might be. I am seriously considering that. <laughs> that, would be, that would be very cool. That would be that cool. Would be, that would be freaking awesome, actually. The, so. the sultry sounds. <laughs> <laughs> this voice sounds familiar. Oh, I know why. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I do it. Awesome to have you here, man. Always a pleasure. You know you're welcome by the campfire anytime, man. This is a ton of fun. Love picking your brain. We love these looter shooters and, and seeing where these things go. And it's just fun. It's always fun to have these discussions. Like, I'm just today. worried we're getting saturated because there's mm -hmm. only yeah. more coming. Some will die, you know. <laughs> some will. Yeah. Yeah. Some have. Yeah, some some will have. Die. They're yeah. looking Listen. for heart-to-mouth to -mouth resuscitation right now. But yep. at the, at, I'm, with, I'm with you, e. I think at the end of the day, man, as much as we complain about Destiny, as much as sometimes things aren't where they are, that core gameplay loop, that, that the loop, it's just something about it that it just... It it just can't it won't go away, man. Right? It it just they've they've got that base formula that we just keep coming back and um it'll be interesting to see, you know, what the, the competition does, but I still got faith that's they're gonna be fine. And, hey, they got trials coming back, so I'm completely biased right now. So it's not they could do no yeah, wrong that, as long as it's funny, you know, get Egyptian back in here, It's gonna be a very different discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Be like there's either flames in the tower or everybody's hunky dory, but I doubt it's gonna be. It's probably both, actually. But oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, man. Well, that's mm -hmm. pretty much all we got. Uh, quick outro, Cognito. Just keep it short, mm -hmm. and we will wrap yes, this sir. thing up. Yeah, man. You already know at Lord Cognito on Twitter, Iron Lord Podcast on YouTube every Sunday, the Lord's Day. Big big guest this Sunday. Please check us out. One p.m. We have from Kutaku News Editor Jason Schreier. So come hang out with us. It's a it's gonna be a fun episode. We're gonna pick some brains. We're gonna we're gonna talk about development hell and anthem stories and division stories and just investigative reporting. Please, the support has been tremendous. And of course, LordsGaming.net. Thank you guys so much. You know, you guys have been retweeting the articles. We really appreciate it. And we, as a result, we'll be media at PAX East, man. So I'm super pumped. I'm I'm hype about that. Start covering some more games and um. Of course, every Friday, you know, the, the best damn Destiny podcast, you know how we do. Last word, my man, Ibata's approaching 50,000 subscribers or something like that, right? We, wow. we, 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 we moving out here. I I'm remember not, when I first met you, you were like I broke 46 two. recently, so I'm working on it. So. Mm. Yo, we got to get this man 50. He's one of the best in the game, you know, and salute to my brother because what I love about your content you always, for the guy who's not the hardcore guy, you always make it easy to onboard. You're the onboarding guy <laughs> to help people. I go to you, I'm like, what's going on with these obelisks? All right, I'm watching the e video right now. What am I supposed to be doing? 
and you do a fantastic job. So let's get E to 50K. He deserves it. And the other thing is we're going to get E. We're going to get him down to one of those bungee summits, and we're going to get him in there too. That's that's the goal. We need his input in that so he can get his armor 2.0 fix on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if I ever go, I'm hitting Paul with a DM while I'm flying out there. So, yeah. <laughs> that would that would be – I you could push me over with a feather if I ever got that invite, so that's totally <laughs> fine. Um, that would be a dream. But, yeah, thank you guys for all the support lately. For listening here, for listening on audio as well, um, mm-hmm. it's on um, Anchor. It's on basically every podcast platform, but Anchor's our host, so they have mm-hmm. been awesome. So thank you guys all for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you all for just following, liking, responding to Paul's articles. It's always good to see the comments in there because yes. generally at this point, it's nice just to see the commentary over a topic that we're all thinking about. It's always mm-hmm. nice that he brings it to everybody's like forefront. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, please, yes, go listen to Iron the... Um, Iron Lords podcast, Jason Schreier on there is going to be a great guest because that mm-hmm. is honestly, if you've been paying attention to gaming, he's done some of the best investigations that we've probably ever seen. Yeah. So I'm very he's, curious. He's to the best he gaming say. journalist. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll say that. As somebody listen, to, listen to that. Like, <laughs> let me, tell, let me can, can I get a fanboy out for a minute? <laughs> I'm, I'm not, sure because like no, I got, I got when a fanboy for a that, second. I was like, damn, like I'm a fanboy out for a second. Yeah. I rarely do this, but like obviously, I haven't been doing content creating too long. And, and and I looked at this week's schedule, and I'm like, I got two of my favorites in one week. Like, if you would have ever told me, like, yo, one day you're going to have, you're going to do a show with Tassie and Schreier in the same week, I'm like, I made it, baby, I made it. <laughs> like, so salute to you two. I don't want to undersell you too, man. Like, bro, bro, you're one of the best video game journalists. Your passion for Looter Shooter show and everything you do, and you're one of the most approachable and cool people that most people don't realize that. So salute to you, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. We always love you by the campfire. And it's just a great week. So I'm very blessed to be able to podcast with two people I really respect and enjoy. Thanks, man. That, mean, that means a lot. Appreciate it. Salute, brother. Salute. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know how to top that. I may as well just yeah, yeah. Still out you. <laughs> You're okay, too, E. <laughs> yeah. I'm, over, I'm just over here waving my little white flag. Hold on. <laughs> No, no. but yeah no that's honestly amazing so yeah definitely listen to that one guys and for all that you're doing be it playing games just have fun if you need a break from destiny take it if you want to try something else take it if you want to read an article about three different games that paul's going to write out every day read them find a way to like enjoy your time have fun and just do what you do what you want to do there's so many freaking games out there and console craziness going on you're not going to be bored just find something you're having fun with so we're going to try this crazy outro as we always do. So whenever I say it has been, we're all going to try and say the last word together. But joys of editing, I make it match every time. So <laughs> can't really mess it up. But for everybody, thank you guys. The show has been awesome. Chat has been awesome. Thank you guys all as well for being here live. This has been episode 90, February 14th. Happy Valentine's to everybody. Hopefully you have an awesome one. And it has been the, the last, last word. word. <laughs>